so everybody says, everybody's, oh, dude, I'm so nervous when I do a podcast. And I'm like, dude, my podcast is literally called The Kickback. Oh, yeah. And all we do is like, because I had one, like one time one of my friends was like, oh, dude, I've never done a podcast before. Yeah. Three hours later. And he's like, yo, I got to go like do some yeah. stuff. Like, right. Like, yeah, dude. No, it's, it's easy. It's easy. I'll, I'll talk anyone's ear off, dude. We got into an argument last time, so last time I had a guest on, because it was me and my, uh, my homeboy from around the block, and yeah. last time we had a guest on, we got an argument about Drake. No. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, it's just every time there's, like, something where it's, like, yeah, last time was Drake, and then, like, we were talking about basketball before that, because one of, one of the people didn't think, like, he didn't believe in the Lakers, oh, and I was dude. like, I don't know, man, like, because... The issue with the trade that I had was, okay, are you going to trade all these young guys and be a two-man team? Yeah, And then they the just problem. went out and signed pretty much the 2011 All-Star team. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, no kidding, dude. And I was That's... like, I don't know, man. Like, I was like, I don't I, don't, I, was... I like Rajon Rondo. That's a great pickup. And then just I thought he was, done I thought this he year. Was like, I thought he was done. I'm like, garbage dude Picking well when he played for the bulls i was yeah. like oh yo my like, yo this dude's nice that, yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the thing that makes me so mad is that like i'm seeing so many players that played on the bulls and i'm like yo i'm telling y'all it's... and everybody's like no 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 they go to a different team I'm like what the fuck do we keep trading these guys yeah dude yeah rondo is nice man he is he's a difference maker right now dude when he has a ball rondo is like the dennis rodman of assists Yo, like, bro, dude, I don't need you to score insane. 10 points. He had two points today, dude. And he probably had, two like, eight points. assists. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I'm like, there's no way he had two points. He had, like, 30 or some shit because he, like, influenced all these plays, all these great passes, great looks. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, two points? And a little layup, right? He had, like, a little layup at the end. To, like, that move, seal. I stole that move from him the first time I saw it. Which that, one? like, behind the, like, oh, he brings it, like, behind he him. Does, and then yeah. He, yeah, like, I saw that and I was like. Hold on, what? And then I just went back and replied. I'm like, oh, that's dude. So I stole that from him. I'm like that. In the that post, move works everywhere. Oh my god. In the post, dude, the defender's like, the fuck? Like, yeah, what? yeah. It's all quick. It's all reaction, dude. I haven't played ball in I don't know how long because of my knees, but that's well. I'm trying to do a basketball tournament. So the my whole idea behind my company is like, okay, I want to help local artists build local events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, and you're from LA, right? You're yeah, from LA. Yeah, Where, what part of LA are you from? Uh, I think Koreatown, born East LA. I love Koreatown. Yeah, dude. I was in Koreatown. There was a, uh, when I went to, so I was in LA in March and I just went to go chick kick it because I love the city and I got, yeah. I got a couple friends out there and I typically stay in like that East Hollywood, okay. Koreatown yeah, yeah, yeah. area yeah. Uh-huh. because yeah. like, there's a lot to do out there, dude. There's a lot to do out uh-huh. there. A lot of restaurants in Koreatown, dude. Um, the Airbnbs are really, really cheap out yeah. there, all things considered. It's close enough. I've... <laughs> this is how people know I'm not from LA. I use the public transit system all the time. Out there? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Because like with me, like, you wearing a Kevlar vest or what? You carrying a pocket knife? No. Here's the thing. Because <laughs> when my friend was like, "Yo, aren't you worried about that?" I'm like, "I'm over six feet tall, bro." <laughs> yeah, it's true, dude. I'm straight. I'm like, <laughs> big, bro. <laughs> like I'm, I'm over big, six foot. I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. And like even in DC, like I was using public transit, but like I also. DC's public transit here is like nice though, dude. It's, like, it's clean, better. Dude. It's better. But the thing about LA that I notice is like, as long as you go, like you know where you can go and where you can't. Yeah, you so, or you learn, or you learn quick. <laughs> yeah, if you don't fuck around with that. Dude. And plus, what I notice too is like, everybody's like, "Yo, am I gonna get shot if I go to the wrong area?" Probably not. Man. Nah, dude. Like, nah. unless you're wearing like, unless you're like dressed in blue or purple. And even then, like, you know, like from head to toe, you're like. Uh, and like, I, I saw this comedian talking about it. He's like, "Dude, he's like, oh man, I'm wearing blue. I'm like, am I gonna get shot?" He's like, "Bro, you're in a blue polo. 
Yeah. Like, you're wearing, like, like stop it. Like, you look like an Apple Store employee. Like, yeah, dude. No, nah, dude. Help, only, help a Honda guy or something. Yeah. The <laughs> only problem I had, I was in L.A. for a music festival, like, four or five years. And I'm, yeah, I was in Camp Flognon 2017. So, I'm about three okay. years ago. Is that hip hop festival or it's Tyler Creators Festival? Yeah, oh yeah. It's super crazy. <laughs> Tyler and so I was there <laughs> and I was um and it's in Exposition Park. Okay. I didn't realize where Exposition Park was. They just said yeah. by the Coliseum. And I was like, the Coliseum. Oh, that's nice hood, dude. That's in the hood. <laughs> that's hood, dude. I didn't I didn't know that at the time. Like USC is like a little bubble, dude. Like it's like the one of the most expensive universities in the country. It's you know, great. The campus is beautiful. You step outside of that and you're like, which is crap insane. Shoot. You're like, oh, fuck the fuck around with that, dude. Yeah. Because, like, the way that they always made it look like, the way that it always sounds is that, like, USC is the, like, USC is the private school that's in the middle of the hood. And then UCLA is the public school that's, like, just out somewhere. No, the UCLA is also, like, a, like a private school. But that's is that a private school? Yeah, yeah. All the, all, anything that's UC is private. Anything that's Cal State is public. Oh, so Cal State Long Beach, Cal that, State okay. Fullerton, uh, like UC Irvine is a private school, UCLA is a, it's uni, University of California. Anything that's University of California and it's is private, it's private, dude. But USC is is like like the it's known for like it's uh, what is it? It's film school. Yeah, my brother wants to do movies, and that's I'm, uh, I have dude. a friend of mine who went to USC for that. Yeah, that's like you graduated from from film school there. Or accounting? Well, accounting? Really? Oh, I have a friend of mine that I haven't talked to in years. So she's an accountant, and she got her degree from USC. She works... Last time I talked to her, she was I only worked like four months out of the year. Whoa. And after that, I'm just cruising the rest of the year, because she That's just nice. fucking makes bank, dude. Yeah. USC accountants are like... Dude. That's weird, because you would never think of that as an accounting school. I don't know, man. Don't like, you never... Like, certain things, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense that, like, this is a science school. This is yeah, a biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, accounting, you never think of, like... Yeah, like, UC Santa Barbara is known for engineering, but it's, like, a really hard... I've heard... Yeah, I've heard ...school that. to get into, and I'm like, all right. But it's by the... It's, it's also a party school, though. My brother goes. Like, he's, out, he's up there right now, dude. He's probably smacking the hands of butts, dude. <laughs> I lived through him, dude. That was the funniest thing. Like, I, I remember when I was in high school, ASU was the party school. And so me and my, me and my homeboy, we went to a basketball. It was a one-on-one tournament done by Red Bull. Okay. And we went up there, and it was dope. Like, I love this dude to death, but, like, he showed up with a headband, two sleeves, and, like, all this stuff on. And he got bounced in the first round. <laughs> he and I showed up. And I, like, my first game was against a girl who was, like, 5'2". And... I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to just absolutely smoke her. I didn't want to, like, go easy on her. Yeah, so I was yeah. just like, all right, listen, quick and easy. We're yeah, just yeah. Get this let's done. get this done, dude. Let's like, just... All right, cool. Bug it, bug it, bug it. <laughs> and then the second game I played, that was actually, like, some stiff competition. I was like, okay, cool. Like, oh, this really? Nice. But he was a little bit smaller, so I could just work him in the post. The third game, so I was, like, one game away. Like, so I, we called it the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, one of the two. Yeah. I think I, was, I made it to the Elite Eight. And it was 64 people, yeah. so I made it to the eight. Like, to eight. And this dude, all he did was shoot. I just jumped, just, just jumped oh, out. Just clean water. Oh, just, I was like, to the point where like... You can't get mad if you lose to that. <laughs> I got mad because... I was getting mad because he was... I was like, yo, come on, like, come to the post. And he he shot one and I had my hand in his face. Yeah. Like, it was like right here yeah. in his face. And he, he just absolute just, just wet. And I just kind of laughed for a second. And he goes... Dude, why would I drive when I'm just shooting like this? And I was like, Yeah, dude. And he wasn't even like, talking trash. He was just like, Dude, I'm not gonna. He's dude. like, Why would I drive on you? I'm like, Okay. It, it, like, when I, when <laughs> I was like at my peak of like just playing basketball every single day for like, and I'm talking about hours. I would bring extra shirts in my like my gym bag. It was just <laughs> dripping wet, right? 
I could just jump shots too. Like if I was, I, I would work the post. I like you know working in the post. But if I was wide open, I was like, this is money. I thought that was boring, right? And I'd be like, all right, like nothing, dude, just wet, just straight, like just through the bottom. People get so pissed off. The guard, I'm guarding my god. I'm like, I do like. And they give you space. I don't know because maybe because I'm six feet tall. They're like, oh, this guy can't shoot. I'm like, well, that was the thing is like what I realized too late is that like being the tallest kid growing up, like, oh man, you're gonna be tall, you're gonna be tall, you're gonna be tall. And six three is tall for like normal people. For basketball, I should have been a guard my whole life. Yeah, you'd be a point guard, dude. You'd be Chris Paul is that's what I'm saying. Chris Paul is six three. Yeah, Steph Curry is six (laughs) three. Jesus, dude. That's what I was telling my friend. Like Steph Curry and Brock Lesnar are the same size. Like they're the same height. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, and shit, it's weird because like people are like, wait a minute, what? And it's like, right, like that's how tall like these big seven footers. My friend, I just saw um, a friend of mine from like growing up back in Hawaii. We were the same height yeah. as kids. We were both like five, like five, 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 six at like 10, 11 years old. Yeah. We were both tall growing up. I don't know what happened. He's six eleven. Oh shit! Dude. So <laughs> I got mad because I had like I got on Instagram and I had like started reconnecting with old friends. And the first video I see is him throwing down a windmill, like effortless. And I was oh like, "Oh my god, yo, hold on, dude!" Dude, <laughs> the, be- the best I ever had was like a little putback, right? Like I, the ball was bouncing off the rim, and I just I jumped as hard as I could. Like I don't know, that's probably why my knees are shot from that jump, dude. <laughs> I just blew my knees out jumping up as hard as I could, and like I tipped it and I hung on the rim. I was like, I got one three sixty, and like, ever dude. since then I was like, nah. oh, dude, I can't. That, that was the most. Like I barely touched the ball and hung on the rim for like a second. Like, the second that was, that was it. That was my only Blake Griffin made a whole career out of it. Like, looks cool, counsel. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, not even, like, the dunk. It's just, like, I'm going to jump over you, and I'm going to throw it down really hard. (laughs) And I'm not even going to touch the rim. And it was, like, the craziest dunk of all time. (laughs) I just showed my brother. My brother's not a huge basketball fan. I just showed him the video with uh, Jamal Crawford when he's on the break, and he goes between his legs and throws up to Blake, and Blake windmills it. My brother's, like... Can you do that in 2K? I'm like, that's not 2K. That happened like five years ago. He's yeah, like, that's not, that's like. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. Jamal Crawford's another guy that still needs to be in the league. I don't know how the hell he's not even on the squad, dude. I don't know how he's not on the squad. He could be a bench player. If he was on the Heat's bench right now, he'd be lighting it up. Dude. He'd give you a good five minutes. Well, that's kind of the question I have with the Heat is like, okay, you got a bunch of young guys and Udonis Haslam, but like, you need another person. I don't think Oladipo's it. I like Oladipo so. a lot. Yeah. But. If you're you got to play because now you next year you got to play against the Raptors. They remind me a lot of the Raptors. Oh, okay. Like, like they, they need that one more like that one piece. It, I kind of wish that like looking back, I kind of wish that Kawhi would have stayed with Toronto. I think it would have. It, it's funny if you th- will think of it right. Like the he left. I think he won less games. He didn't make it farther. The Raptors made it farther, right? Yeah. They made it to the Eastern Conference, or no? Yeah. Uh, thought it was no, no, no. They no, they made it to the second round because yeah, um, they, yeah, they, they lost Boston, the, Boston, yeah, Boston, right? But he made it just as far as the the Celtics or the the Raptors this year, and he, and then they blew that three one lead. So it's like that's even worse. If you would have stayed with the Raptors, you probably would have been playing the Lakers right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Miami out hustling or, or beating the Raptors. I can think about hustling that team. I mean, that's all they do is hustle. But like, I, I it's I kind of wonder if he thinks about that too. It's like, damn, if I could have stayed with Toronto, yeah. Oh, he screwed up, man. He's because Paul George. And, and I was thinking about that too. Like Paul George playing for the Clippers. I'm like, all right, cool. And you could have gotten somebody else. You could have gotten. They gave it too much for Paul George. Dude. Oh yeah. I, I think that's probably like the most. It'll probably go down, and if they don't pull off like a, a finals. 
like a, forget finals, just Western Conference appearance in the next three years, that'll probably go down as one of the worst trades of all time. I actually had a trade. I messed with it on the trade machine, and I was like, flip. I have it somewhere. Flip uh, Westbrook, and the Rockets would flip Westbrook, and the Clippers would flip uh, George to the Spurs. Okay. For, like, a bunch of pieces. And I was like, you get... In Oklahoma City, you would get... Or, no, no. In L.A., you would get DeJounte Murray and... Was it Rudy Gay? Marcus uh, Aldridge, I think. Somebody like that. Aldridge? But I, I kind of want to see... Because I would like to see what Popovich can do with Westbrook and George. Because that, that defense was crazy in Oklahoma City. That and, would be something. And you put that with Pop, like... You know, what's interesting is, with Westbrook now being with Houston, like, that's also, like, it just, it just doesn't work. I feel like people are just so... They're, they're trying to win a championship so fast that they're just trying to throw all kinds of pieces that don't mix well. I don't, I don't think Harden and Westbrook mix well, dude. That, that's one of the teams so I don't think mix. Um, I don't I don't understand why the Sixers haven't gone after a point guard. They just fired... I think they just fired their coach? Oh, well, Doc Rivers is their coach now. I don't get that either. God, good Lord. I want it... Doc Rivers... <laughs> Jesus, well, that's dude. why I was like... Hold on, because I... My, my Go for Toronto like, at least, dude. Like, my homeboy's like, yo, like, how do you feel about the Bulls getting Billy Donovan? I was like, I was kind of excited yeah. until I saw Doc Rivers, and I was like, wait a minute. Doc Rivers, who had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, turn him into All-Stars. Yeah. And we have two big men yeah. that need help. I don't and Doc that. Rivers is from Chicago. I'm like, we could have waited, like, literally three days. They probably would have Donovan's good, though, man. If, if I had to pick between Rivers and Donovan... I would probably pick Donovan right now because while Rivers has been he's proven himself in the past think of all the talent that he's had right like literally like Griffin DeAndre Paul Paul um, that 08 Celtics team you know the, the 08 Celtics team but they won a the championship there but you know he, he had he had Lob City for X amount of, like he had them like they were uh, at, at least a Western Conference Finals team like they were that good, right? They never made it to the Western Conference Finals, right? They've never made it to the Western. Was Conference he the Finals. GM too? I think so. Because I kind of wonder. I I don't think. I think in the nineties that if, oh man, in the nineties if you had a point guard and two bigs, you were set. Yeah, because it was a different style I of basketball. I don't think that we're. I think you need a wing player. I think you need, and that's what one of my issues about like with Paul George is that like when you have Paul George and Kawhi, I look at that and I see okay, you got two threes. Yep. One of them is going to be an undersized four who's... Because here's the thing. Like, sure, Paul George is a good defender. Mm. But when you move him from... At, when he's a three, he's playing Kawhi. He's playing Michael Porter. He's right, playing, right. you know... Yeah, people that he can... KD. Yeah. Guys who aren't going to, you know, necessarily body him. You put him at the four? It's game over. Dude. Now he's playing Anthony Davis. Yeah, there's just no way. Now he's playing Bam at a body... Or, um, what's his name? Um, for Toronto. Uh, um, damn it. The, what's his name? Well, Serge Ibaka, too. Now he's got to go against Serge Ibaka. Now he's got to go against... Um, I cannot remember his name. From Toronto? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have, I'm looking at his face and I see his number right now. I cannot remember his name. Um, yeah, what's his name, dude? But, like, that, that's who you're going against now. Yeah, now you're you going can. against power forwards. And it's just... He's a, he's a finesse player, man. He's not he's Like not most threes. Yeah, he's power, not a power right? dude. If I, when I look at power, I think of, like, LeBron. You know, like... Like those big dudes, like 
uh, what's the guy's name from the Heat that was just uh, Crawford? No, what was his name? Yeah, Jake Crawford. Jake Crawford's one of those guys. That it's weird to see him shoot because you're like, man, you're kind of too big. Yeah, to shoot, dude. Right? I'm like, you're not hit a three and these splashes. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, god damn it. I'm like, don't even a Crowder. Crowder. That's yeah, like, or like the Morris twins. Like that's another thing too. Yeah. Where it's just like you. Like, do you really want to get dude, bodied against Clippers? Morris is dirty. Lakers Morris. I like that guy. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> you bad. Good and evil, man. Those guys. Are I, well, there's certain guys that like, and maybe it's just because like old school Chicago, but like there's certain guys that. Are you are you Zaza Pachulia? No. All right. Cool. Welcome to the Bulls. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think you need some of those guys that are like, all right, listen, they'll fight you. Yeah, they're gritty, dude. Yeah, like that's what you need, like the old school bully ball from the nineties, dude. Like even like the early eighty, like the late eighties stuff. I, I I vaguely vaguely remember that, but I remember like a foul was like, <laughs> you know, if you weren't bleeding, it wasn't a foul, you know. Like, yeah, I watching it with my dad, and my dad hasn't really watched since like you know way way back you know, yeah. since the Bulls, and it's funny. Like, How is that a foul? I'm like, all right, listen. Anything is a foul. It's it's really it can get really ticky tack. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I didn't like is that especially with the heat, I kinda I kinda wonder if like when you see the heat just kinda they I feel like the strategy for the heat going forward needs to be alright, spread this defense thin. Yeah. And get Anthony Davis in foul trouble. That's, that's I mean that's what it is. I'll take I'll take Jimmy versus LeBron. I'll take those odds. I don't like Jimmy versus LeBron and AD. Yeah. And I don't like Jimmy versus AD. Well, AD Jimmy was AD. off the court all, all, a lot of, for a long Game time. Three. Yeah, yeah. he was off. And I was like, dude, this is, that's a phenomenal strategy. Can, it reminded can, me of like Hackershack. If like, you can get him into foul trouble, just like making sure that he can't drive. Problem is he's getting, that shot's getting better. Who, so, AD? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. He hit, that, when he hit that three. Oh my God, dude. I think oh, I had right, a mouth well. stroke, dude. <laughs> I think I had a mouth stroke. I hate that shot right now. But he is he. I think they're starting to adapt and like they're moving the ball. They they were they were they had so they were so dominant in game one and two. That game three, they were like, well, why the hell do we have to change anything? We're gonna just play the way we've been playing. And then game three, they they literally just suffocated AD, and they were like, oh shit, and that's we I can't think, adjust. And I think the problem with the Heat is that you just don't have the talent. No, they're not deep enough, man. They're not, they're, they I mean, got a, they got plenty. They're they're like the opposite of the Clippers. Like the Clippers have a ton of depth, and then they just like PG just doesn't doesn't show up. Just doesn't. He just and the same with like <laughs> same with the Sixers. Like you got nine bigs. It, I was telling my friend like the Sixers need to trade a big for a, one of the point guards that Something, for one yeah. of the littles that the, yeah. that um that the Rockets have. Don't surprise. Like, you got like nine guys over there. Like yo, swap Westbrook for for uh, Simmons. Yeah, like, oh man, if you had if you had Westbrook and um, and Embiid, that that would be, that would, ooh, that'd be nice. I could see that. I kind of wanted to see Westbrook go to Miami just so the entire Eastern Conference would get fought. Oh my god! <laughs> just because like Westbrook and Butler are dogs. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't even. Know. The thing is, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's up with Butler, man. I don't know if it's like an ego thing. I have, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. if He's the problem, and he he just needs like a, a young team under him so that they can like kind of buy into what he's doing. So, being being a Bulls fan, I love Jimmy Butler. And the thing about Jimmy Butler is that, like, the guys who taught him and kind of had him come up were Thibodeau, Rose, Luol Tang, Rajon Rondo, Derrick yeah. Rose. Like, like those were Joe's the guys like, yeah, that were, like... Those are not the guys you want to mess with, too. <laughs> right. And, like, and so, I think when you go from that to, like, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, He's soft. Dude. To like, <laughs> and soft. even Joel Embiid, who's like, it's, he's, it's different. He's not joking. They're not killers, dude. 
No, they're, they're not. Like they, they can hoop, they can ball, but like they're not the same as like, like Brandon Ingram punched a dude. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Ingram, like at that point, I was like, he's a Laker for life, dude. This was like, like Brandon Ingram was like, he squared up to like he. Who did he square up to? Like, I think he punched uh, Chris Paul, dude. Uh, yeah, because I know Ronda punched. It was, Chris Paul. it was, it was, it was, it was the Rockets. They're playing the Rockets, and I think he. Something happened where they were like, so there was an altercation with someone else, right? And then Ingram just came in and he was like, this little fucking like spaghetti, <laughs> yeah, thing, thing, weenie bop. arm, bop, and then like, yeah, I think Chris Paul was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, imagine this is Ingram punching like the president of the basketball association, like, <laughs> basketball, you know what I mean? Like, like, dude, you're gonna punch like the the president of like the players' <laughs> basketball association? God damn, dude, that's game. Like, he has an influence over like. Potentially of your career to some, you know, yeah. Some if that contract, if, if if that season, he's like, yo, players under twenty one shouldn't get. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like, dude. He's like, <laughs> yeah, Brandon Ingram, and that that's the thing is that you. So when he was in Minnesota, I'm like, that's not a good fit. I hated the trade. I like Zach Levine. Other than that, I'm like, we got nothing. Oh, uh, Levine's good too, man. We got absolutely. We could have waited like two years and gotten him in free agency. Levine or Levine, yeah. Oh yeah, man. And like that, and, and that's the thing is like looking at the it was polls, just desperation, man. It was, and like looking at the Bulls, when you I see Derrick Rose looking like a six man of the year, I'm like, could he start? Eh, I don't know. I kind of like him off the, the bench East, anyway. In the East, maybe I don't know. But, when but you not look, now. <laughs> but when you look at who the Bulls have, like I would love current day Jimmy Butler. I would Ooh. love veteran, uh, veteran Joe Kim Noah. I would love six yeah, man Derrick Rose. Yeah, Joe Kim Noah's looking play, man. He just it sucks because a lot of these good players don't get the playing time because they're just. They're considered washed up. Rajon Rondo is proof of that, where it's like, okay, yeah, he he's not gonna st- he's not a starter anymore. He's just he's he's on his way out, dude. Rajon Rondo's balling out right now. He'll like still he get you is, 12 assists. he is gonna. He said against Celtics, he's basically doing what he did when he played for the for the Celtics. That's all he needs to. I you know wonder. I, mean? I, I kind of feel like people get to a point where it's like, I think people forget that Joe Kim Noah was never like a twenty ten guy. Yeah, he was, he was a, gonna get you like. Eight points. He was gritty, dude. And like ten blocks and ten, yeah. and like fifteen rebounds. He was like an on-court hype man too. Man. Yeah. He was just like, and that's and that's the thing that I feel like. Them up like too, dude. I feel like there, too many teams don't have that person. They they don't have that. Every team has an identity, and yeah. you need. Like I don't know on the Lakers who's going to be like who is like that. I am Showtime Lakers. I am like that dude. I feel like, like outside of like the starters on the bench, it's. It, I feel like Caruso has a good shot of being not that that guy, but he's like the guy on the bench that can spark like the offense. Because when you him look at certain good. teams, like there's certain teams that like when you think of X team, and you see this mostly like in football. Like when you look at this team, you think okay, their whole identity can be summarized in this one player. Like for me, in my opinion, when I look at the Lakers, I don't necessarily think like Kobe is that guy, even though he. Kobe's, I was t- just telling my dude, like, yeah. Kobe and LeBron are one, two best players I've ever, like, seen. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually, like, like I think Jordan's still best of all time, but when I look yeah, at, like, yeah, yeah. when I look at, like, okay, I actually watched your career, it's Kobe, it's Kobe and LeBron. Yeah. You know, I, I, watching this series and, like, the these playoffs and, and actually following them, like, every single game, I have, I, I used to, I will admit, I was the biggest LeBron hater. I, I loved him. First of all, I loved him when he was with the with the uh, with the Cavaliers and he came into the league. I was like, dude, this is my boy. When Kobe's gone, this is my guy. But then when he did the when he did the whole, true. you know, but then, he ended up getting him. Also. Yeah, I know. But then when he did the whole like announcement and I'm going to Miami, I'm taking my talents. 
instant fucking hate. I hated him. I was like, I can't believe you would turn your back on your city like that. I will never, ever, ever cheer for you again. That's when I was like, I, I kind of hated him because I was like, okay, well, why would you do that? And then as I got older, like looking back now, I'm like, yeah, dude, if your owner's not going to help you, I'm more mad that he didn't go to the Bulls. Him and Wade were supposed to go to the Bulls. Oh, dude, yeah. And like looking back, I'm like, we would have won a thousand championships. Oh, with he, Rose, he probably would have stayed Wade, there. Oh, LeBron, oh, yeah. Taj Gibson, Taj Gibson. Like, come legit, on, though. man. Like, and Joe Like, we're never, we're never losing again. But yeah. like, looking back, I'm like, no, it's your first time in free agency. You get the chance to play with your friends in Miami. Because I think a lot of people forget, basketball season is from November yeah. to June. And I would much rather be in Miami, Miami in January than I would in Cleveland. Milwaukee, dude. God yeah, damn. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm like, come on. Come on, Greek Freak. You got to get out of there. That's, what, that's what's so funny with like all the L.A. haters. is like Because I'm a part-time L.A. fan for certain sports. Yeah, so, like, yeah. so like I'm a part-time Dodgers fan. Like If the Cubs aren't playing, oh, I'm okay. watching the Dodgers because I've been in Dodger Stadium a few times. It's fun, man. I, yeah, it's super oh, fun. Oh, Dodger games are fun, man. I'm not a Dodger fan, but they're, they're fun too. But, like, they're a lot of fun to go to, so I was like, okay, cool, like, I'll watch the Dodgers, you know, like, I'm not wearing a hat. Yeah, yeah, Dodgers, yeah. But, like, I like watching the Dodgers, and it's like, dude, this is the best city in the, like, is, why man. would I want to be, LA the weather's culture. always beautiful. Yeah. There's a ton of different cultures there. There's... Like women, those guys are women, showing, yeah, like, women they, everywhere. like women. those guys are showing up every night to your games. Yeah. Like, oh, diehard, dude, and they could be bandwagon fans, be like whatever. They, like, but you're matter. still Staples Center, still full. Oh, every yeah. night, it's like, an experience, man, and it's crazy. It so I'm like, yeah, that's the best city. It's a large enough market because people people get tricked. Miami's not that big of a market. No, it's a small little. Like Phoenix is a way bigger market than Miami. If you which look is at... wild when you think about it, you're like, what the hell? Like, come on, That's Phoenix, what makes me pick so it up, mad dude. About Phoenix, I'm like, dude. When you look at Phoenix, I'm like, I look at Phoenix and I'm like, okay, the potential is there. The potential's definitely there, and <laughs> I don't know where, but somewhere there, somewhere off in the desert. <laughs> I kind of wonder too, like, because there's some things that like, how, how long have you been in Phoenix? Three years, man. Officially okay. three years in Jan- in June. So. Okay, so there's little things that I've noticed. Like, first of all, each city in the valley doesn't need to be its own city. It doesn't. Like, really. what's the difference between Scottsdale and Tempe? Well, I mean, the college, but like, there isn't like a, the the river separates them. I mean, that's about that's, it. Yeah, like, and there's... so and so I was thinking, I was like, because I was in, I was in, uh, I went down to go hike in Papago the other day, and I couldn't tell what if I was in Phoenix or Tempe, and I was thinking about it. I was like, there's some things in the city. Where if you made it, if you made each neighborhood, like having neighborhoods is right. cool. Like in New York, how like, okay, I'm in Brooklyn right now. Yeah, I'm in Greenwich I'm in Village. Yeah. Right, yeah. But if like I was in the Scottsdale borough of Phoenix, that's cool. But like there's little things I'm like, why is there medieval times in Scottsdale, which is super rich and expensive to be <laughs> at, but not in Glendale where all the families go after the yeah. games. Right. It, it makes like, sense. Why is but... White Castle in Scottsdale... It's an economics thing, man. When in Tempe, oh, they'll make a killing in Tempe. Oh, look at if you look at like it's just it's just money, you it know. Is. It's money. Look at the look at the Costco in Scottsdale. Like if you ever want to go peruse the halls and look at like grown up toys, go to the Costco in Scottsdale, and like they have all kinds of super expensive stuff that no other Costco has in like the valley. It's funny though because I feel <laughs> yeah, like okay. Scottsdale is like just Palm Springs. Like the more I'm out there. Like, it is, man. Like, this is just Paul's friends. It is, like, dude. They really tricked me on them. It, 
it's I don't know. Like there are some nice homes. Like I've seen like I was in Fountain Hills. We were going somewhere and, and I drove by Fountain Hills. I'm like, okay, no, these are where that nice homes. Yeah, yeah, like the multi. But like, I went to Old Town with a friend of mine, and I got kicked out of every club for wearing Jordans. Oh, it's got so that's a rule. That's so stupid. Yeah, and I was man. like, and like the thing is, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just not saying it. Yeah. So I'll just go downtown Phoenix. Well, you know what's what's weird too is uh so my first time out in, in Old Town Scottsdale, one of my colleagues had just moved here from from New Jersey. And uh the other guy had moved here from New York. So it was three of us, right? Mm-hmm. You and and my buddy from New Jersey, Italian, white guy, blue eyes, blonde hair. He's just into the Jordan culture, right? Yeah. So well, I mean, New Jersey. That's <laughs> yeah. You know, all he ever freaking wore on like casual days were Jordans, right? In the office, in the corporate environment, I was like, who cares? No one said anything, right? And the one Jordan guy, ones are kind of business casual at this point for real. At this point, I'm like, they, they make some nice ones. I, I own a pair of Jordans where like they're, they're like running shoes, but they're not, you know, but they're not like the, the fours, yeah. which I like the fours. Fours are. Like so that. he, we, we go to Old Town Scottsdale. First time we've all ever hung out in Old Town Scottsdale, right? I'm like, let's go check it out. You know, let's go, let's go see what's up. Wearing Jordans, and I'm like in my business casual attire, and my other buddy's wearing a tie. We went straight from work. This guy met us there, and they would not let him in anywhere, anywhere. Like in, I'm like, dude, it's just a oh, no Jordan. It's a city ordinance. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, you might want to try the place down there. And there's like. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it's called international. And I'm like, why over there? He's like, it's the more urban place. Yeah, it's international. I was like, what? I was like, what do you what do you mean, like urban? He's like, just check it out. They, they won't care over there, but here you can't. And I'm like, what was that supposed to mean, dude? Yeah. Like, I'm like, damn, bro, I've never seen someone like say something racist to a white person. And I'm like, how does that feel, bro? You know? Yeah, that's like, crazy. Like, <laughs> me, me, I'm I'm Mexican. The other guy was like Mexican too. So I'm like, damn, bro, we've never seen like racism on a white person before. <laughs> like, how does that feel? That was the wildest <laughs> thing though, because like, in. I was already a little bit mad because, like, I kind of knew. But, and I saw this dude with flip-flops on walking in. Yeah. Like, for me, I was like, whatever. I'm yeah, from, yeah. I grew up in Hawaii. Whatever. Yeah. That's cool. And then when I was like, yo, your man's over there has vans with holes in them. <laughs> and I got Jordan 11s. Yeah, dude. That were $225. And I can't come in. And he was like, all right, listen, man, International's right over there. I'm like, just say what you're trying to say, dog. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And he was like, like, I don't know what you mean. All right, all right cool. Yeah. That's good. I got shorts and flip-flops, and I can't get in with, like, yeah. jeans and, like, a, I was like, I was like hey, man, good call, because you probably just saved yourself from the ass beat just then. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. I was like, I'm mad. Yeah, wait a wait not. <laughs> I know, man. No, it, it's wild, dude. It's, but, I mean, it's not, to me, it's not even worth it to go over there anymore, because, like, it's just too, especially now, there's just too much over there where I'm like, all right, listen. I'll just go downtown. Yeah, downtown's fun, man. Downtown's more of a, of like a like a melting pot. Man. Yeah, like everyone's welcome. You go to like Scottsdale, and like everyone's pretentious. Everyone's trying to prove something. Like they're just trying to be like, oh, I've got money, or I, I don't like that, dude. I'm like, dude, I just want to go have a couple drinks, dude. Like I don't want to like, like sit there and fight for a drink or like, yeah, you know, I'm it's... like, yeah. But it is wild, man. Like when I first moved out here from LA. I never seen anything like that, dude. Not, I mean, I trust me. I partied my ass off in Vegas, and I'll I can tell you stories for days about Vegas. But <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, like just sensory overload. I was like, oh my god, dude! Like, there's like a club everywhere. I could just walk outside, and like the city, the street was closed, and just girls were walking outside everywhere. I was like, what in the hell is? It's like a mini Vegas sort of type of thing, right? Just overload, man. And then 
COVID hit, like, I met my girlfriend, you know, like, shortly thereafter. So I, I never really got to enjoy, like, Old Town's Costume. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, what I noticed were, like, like, I noticed little things. And so, when I was in Phoenix, I went to Phoenix, and me and my buddy, we did, like, we have, like, this kind of circuit where, like, for us, it's really, really laid back, because we'll go to, um... First Fridays, so it's like an art walk. Oh, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then we'll hit up Valley Bar, or like we'll meet at Valley Bar, like, and we'll go around in a circle, we'll go to Cobra. Yeah, And then yeah. we'll go to like, because cool. Cobra's really like super chill place, and then we'll go to a bunch of places. And the thing that was cool was like, when I was walking there, like, there are certain things like, okay, cool, you smelled weed over here. Yeah. You smelled yeah. like, like you knew that the, the people were drinking over here. When I went to Scottsdale, I didn't smell like any of that. I was like, yo, why does it smell so clean here? Yeah, man, it's just... I was like, how can we walk around with, like, 12 clubs? It's a different And there's crowd, no man. sort of... I'm like, hold on. And then my buddy told me, he's like, yo, they're all doing coke. Oh. Like, oh, okay, You know what? You're right, dude. Dude, seriously. So the last time I was out there was in March, right before COVID. Dude, this... So like, we, right, right before? Literally, like, my buddy flew out here from California, and he wanted to catch a Dodger game or whatever at spring training. And I'm like, yeah, come out. My girl oh, that's, that's like, right, I'm right like, before. dude, yeah, seriously, like, the like that night... We caught the game, and I showed him around uh, Westgate. He's like, oh, Westgate's where I always hang out after the games. And I'm like, why Westgate, dude? What the hell? Like, you don't want to go to Old Town Scottsdale? Like, that's pretty much where everything's at. I'm like, just trust me, dude. You know, we'll go out there tonight. You'll, you'll see the difference. He goes, all right, man. I don't think I'm going to like it. Cool, whatever. We go to uh, El Jefe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're there, and we pull up to the, to the bar, and we've been drinking all day. At this point, I'm like, just, I'm just tired. Sitting in the sun all day at the baseball game. You know, now we've been drinking at my house. Now we're going out to go drink some more. And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Let's just sit at the bar and just drink, dude. And let's people watch. My buddy's like, oh, my God, dude. This is insane. So this dude comes up next to us. And he goes, oh, yeah, you guys want some drinks? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And he goes, oh, I'm the general manager. Don't worry, man. You're good. You're good. You guys are just chilling. Cool, whatever. He's next with his buddy. And he orders a bunch of shots. And he gives us, like, Jaeger bombs. All right, fuck, whatever, dude. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Keep an eye on these shots. I don't know what the fuck this guy's trying to get us drunk for. Dude, like wide open, like not even trying to like you, you like imagine there's like 500 people here right now, and me and you're just shooting shit, and I pull out coke, like puts it on his on his hand, and the guy just goes like in front of everyone in front of us, and me and my buddy are like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is going on here, dude? Then he gets the other guy, puts it on his hand, he goes the same thing, he goes, you guys want some coke? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm, I'm a pass. Thank you, though. I appreciate. It. Thank you for the offer. I don't know yeah, how, exactly. I don't know how to decline cocaine. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right? No, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, dude. My buddy's from LA. Like, we were like, fuck, oh, we see some crazy stuff in LA. And we're like, this was just, like, in LA, you'd be like, let's go to the restroom or something. And someone would, you know, sniff it or whatever. Like, nothing. They just smoke, or they just sniffed it. That night, that week, that following Monday, I'm at work, whatever, and I get like, a news alert. First confirmed coronavirus case in uh, Arizona, Scottsdale, oh. at Hefe. And I'm like, what the fuck? When? <laughs> I was like, I was there that night. Like, what? What do you mean, like, like that same day, the, some dude had walked in that worked there, apparently, or something, and, yeah. like, went and, like, sniffed some coke, or, or not some coke, probably, probably coke, too, but had coronavirus and then just left. Like, he went to go pick up a check or something and left. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? That was the crazy thing. I was in LA. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. Like I was, so I, I usually like I usually stay in Hollywood. I was in Silver Lake, and um, I would get, like the places I usually go to when I'm in LA. I'm all like I go to the comedy store. I go to yeah, yeah. I just start going to Laugh Factory. I like Laugh Factory. Kind of like Laugh Factory is pretty store. cool. Yeah. And because um, I usually stay up in that area unless yeah. I'm going like somewhere, like unless okay. I'm like going to the beach or unless I'm going like 
like I went to, like I said, I went to a Laker game. I went to went to a couple other things too. And so I'm coming. So I was, you know, chilling, coming back, and I kept getting calls every night from my parents, and they're like, "Hey, listen, you know, we're you should come back. You should come back. You should come back." I'm yeah. like, no, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And wake up one day, and I'm about to go just do some stuff, you know, hanging out. Yeah. And I get an alert, and it says Disneyland is closed. I was like, "Yo, what? Excuse yeah. me, like." Yeah, dude. If Disneyland is closed, like when that's just serious. Yeah, that's when I knew because me and my brothers we went to Universal Studios and we were we went to uh, Saddle Ranch. Yeah, yeah, right next to it. Yeah, yeah, we went to theme park. Yeah, yeah, we went to Universal Studios, came back, went to Hollywood, and we went to I think it is Saddle Ranch. Yeah, Saddle um, Ranch is a little right, right outside Universal Studios, right on the City Walk. No, no, we didn't go to City Walk. I went to a I went to a crepe place that served fries because I was waiting for them, <laughs> and I was like. Word. Well, like, <laughs> like crepe fries? It, like, it, they had, like, crepes there, but they also serve fries. Like, I was just hungry. Like, oh, I, because my brother was like, yo, I'm like driving food, from yeah. Phoenix. I'll let you know when I get there. Yeah. And so I just woke up and I was like, I'm not going to be caught ass out waiting for him. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go. And so I woke up and I had my stuff from the dispensary and I went over nice. there and I'm chilling. Oh, man. And I so know, I'm chilling and I'm, and so I'm like, oh, yo, I'm kind of hungry. And he's like, yo, I'm about an hour out. Cool. And so to me, I'm like, okay, is that an hour out from LA or is that an hour out from Universal? Because that's probably about a 30 minute difference. Yeah, that's depending a lot. on where he's going. Yeah, dude, that's far. So I'm like, you know, and I was like, okay, 30 minutes from, and he's like, the hotel says Universal City. I don't really know where that is. I'm like, oh, don't worry about that. It's literally just so Universal doesn't have to worry about like taxes and certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's literally like, they, Same just thing. don't worry about it. It's, you're good. And so I'm waiting there, and I went to the, and so I'm just walking around City Walk and. I mean, there's not a ton going on because it's yeah. like 11, 12 o'clock on a, like on a Wednesday. Yeah, there's not. So there's not like a ton going on, and so I went in and they there's this place and it said, you know, it just said crepes. I was like, all right, cool. You <laughs> it's know like what? A it's a speakeasy. Perfect. Club. Like, what the hell? I'd be so mad. I'd be like, yo, hold on. I was actually that's that's the funniest part. But like, yo, I was actually hungry. Like, I didn't know these were jokes. Like, so I went in and they're like, yeah, dude. Like, there's some crepes and there's some fries here, and I was like. Perfect. Can you mix them this, both? Like, yeah, I was like, geez, this is great. Geez. So, um, and so we, you know, when we went out and, you know, I love Universal and came back and, you know, took him on like, yo, we got to go to the steak place. It's in Hollywood. Let's go mm-hmm. check it out. And, um, we went there and on the TV it says NBA season postponed. Yeah. I was watching that. And I was like, yeah. Dog. Like, the NBA season got postponed and my brother's been driving, so he has no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the like, world's right. falling apart. He's I was like, the yeah, man, that's weird. <laughs> and so that was the thing. I was driving back from LA to here, and I got a text, or and I got, and I kept getting calls I'm like, "Yo, I'm driving. Like, what? I'm like, you guys know how it is on this drive. Like, yeah. you know the cops here. Like, you know, yeah, they're on. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? What do you guys need? They're like, are you in LA? No, I'm driving back. Why? And my mom's like, Disney shut down. LA's shutting down right now. You need to come back. I'm like, all right, I'm in Blythe. Like, we're good. Yeah. Like, I'm on the way back, but it was crazy because, like, right after that, it was seriously, like, a week after. Because I was up there for my birthday, so I was there from the 7th to the 13th. Yeah. And, like, the 15th, they were like, listen, everything's shutting down. Everything went sideways, man. I was like, man, I'm so glad because, like, I was in an Airbnb. Yeah. So, what happens if I get stuck out there with an Airbnb? Now, I, and that's why I don't fly with, like, if I'm going to, like, LA or Vegas, I'm not flying. Yeah, no, you're just going to get canceled, dude. For emergencies like that, I'll just try. Yeah, it's, it's six hours. It's really not that hard of a drive. Vegas sucks. I hate to drive to Vegas. Cause from here or yeah. from LA? 
from here because it's like one lane like you'll get stuck up in Wickenburg it's seriously like one lane yeah yeah that is true I I actually enjoy the drive up here from here to Vegas more than I do from LA to Vegas just because it's more scenic but but there's more opportunity for you to get stuck if some idiot crashes because then it's just two lanes you know and I'm like and then you start tripping out because as you're driving up you start seeing all these little crosses and you're like what the fuck happened (laughs) Jesus Christ this is a bad idea like god damn you know driving north from here just feels weird too yeah I've done it a couple times with myself a couple times I've gone to Vegas with myself to go visit friends that were already up there and I'm just like I leave early so I have a lot of day you travel early is that like I travel early. I, I don't like yeah, to travel like in the meetings. I'm like, fuck that. If I get stuck in the middle of like the desert at night, Come hell no. Dude. I've seen movies that started like that. <laughs> I'm not doing that, right? So, um, but yeah, I'll I'll, dr- I'll drive up early. Like if I go to LA, I'll leave like at four in the morning or like five in the morning. Um, just to max- maximize my time while I'm out there. I'll usually do I because that that to me I'm pushing it. So I'll usually leave it at like a seven or eight. Depending. Seven or eight. Because I, I, by the time I get there, usually that first day, like, that's why, well, and what I did for, for this trip, I took, I don't know how I did it, because I took five days off work, but I was there for nine days. Oh, I left on a Saturday morning. Like a holiday weekend or something. Oh. No, I left yeah. on a Saturday morning, and then, oh, I so I had Saturday, Sunday, and then I had all week, and yeah, then, fr- and then Saturday, Sunday again, so I drove back, so I, I was out there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Nine so, days goes, like, fast in California, though, man. There's so much to do out there. It's just, like. Jesus. I mean, I have all my family's out there, and my girlfriend's family's out there too. So when we go, it's we rarely have time to go see like friends. It's always like, okay, we're gonna go see my mom, then we're gonna go see yeah. your mom, then we're gonna go see your aunt, and then we're gonna go see your cousin. And it's just like, well, that's something like as I've been going more recently because I like when I went to Flogna, I was like, okay, cool, this is actually a place. Like I stayed in East Hollywood, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I went back the next year, and I stayed with some of my friends that, you know, he, they flew down from Alaska. Yeah. It's crazy. I met these dudes. They flew in from Alaska, and I flew in from Virginia for the first year. And okay. we kept in contact, so we went again the next year. Okay. And their Airbnb was, like, a, like around the corner from mine. So oh, they're like, bro, we got five beds in here. You want to just stay in here? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, here. dude. Yeah. So we just hung out again. The dude that, his name is, his name is Josie. He flew down from Alaska, and he called me one day. He goes, yo, I'm in Arizona. And I was like, quit bullshitting me, man. Like, nobody comes to Arizona. I'm like, what are you doing well, in Arizona? Did you plane like, breakdown or something? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? Because he's, he, like, he's, he's from L.A., but he left when he was a kid. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing in Arizona? He goes, St. John is on tour. Do you have tickets? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, we're, let's go to the St. John show then. All right, dude. cool. So, we hung out, you know, we, you know, we're hanging out and we went again so it was like crazy how this like one time yeah and now like we're like you know Everything i'm, I'm talking up. to you know fairly often and so like just going back to, back to la more and more like i'm discovering more new things so like the first time i went i was either in hollywood or i was in exposition park i didn't do any explore oh like, yeah i explore, just went to man. the festival back. you gotta explore the man. second year we were like like we would wake up <laughs> you can't do this <laughs> but we we woke up and we were in East Hollywood and so we would walk to Lolo's oh. breakfast at Lolo's go down to the festival come back from the festival like 3am go back to Lolo's for dinner like or whatever go to sleep until 7 wake up go to Lolo's for breakfast like oh, we were just God, constantly dude. like it was either a festival or Lolo's 
You yeah, gotta enjoy we, that, man. Those we, are good times. Oh my man. god, we got so fucked Dude, up. There, there so, I, I was just talking to my buddy Ronnie, who I've known since we were in sixth, seventh grade, and I'm just like, man, like, we've like literally had so many good times, in, specifically in Hollywood too, right? Like, there's just all kinds of clubs right there off of Hollywood Boulevard, and we would just. This is before like really Airbnb took off, and this is before Uber, dude. I'm 34, but I, I there was a time where I couldn't take an Uber. It was a freaking taxi, and it was like a hundred dollars to go. Somewhere, Uber's a right? game changer in LA. Oh man, <laughs> it's it an was, absolute game changer. I remember having to go from Orange County, and we would all meet at my friend's house, and then we would, um, or no, we would rent we would rent a room, we rent a hotel room, dude. Like not even like an Airbnb. Like, we would get an actual hotel room in Hollywood. We'd all drive up there, and we'd all meet, or we'd all drive together. And then from there, we'd say, okay, it's only like five miles to the club that we're going to be going to, so we'll just call a taxi from there. So I would literally, we would call a taxi, dude. Like, I remember this, like, dial and some, like, chick would answer, and, and she's like some little gangster chick or whatever normally. And we try to flirt, hey, what's up, girl? You're so cute, you sound cute, what's your name? Whatever. And then the, the taxi would come up, and, like, we'd all split it. All right, taxi, how much is, it, is the ride going to be? We don't know. And then, like, the guy go, okay, it's going to be 75 bucks. We're like, all right, I'll pay it. You guys just, you know... I'll get you a drink. And at that point, it's like, nobody ever wanted to pay because we knew it would turn into like, I'll just get you drinks inside. And no one would ever get you fucking drinks inside. Like, <laughs> I'm paying a cap for everyone. Fuck, I need money. Give me some money right now, dude, right? But Hollywood, it, it still is still popping, man. But there's a lot of stuff out there. There was a place called Boulevard 3 that's probably still popping out there, a little club. It's really nice. Uh, just like little hole in the wall clubs that you go and you're like, what the hell? Like, where where did this come from? Well, I I one day I just like walked around. I was just like, yeah. you know what? Cool. Sunset fire. Boulevard has a bunch of stuff, man. Well, I was just like, let's go see what's up. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like eleven in the morning. Let's just go see what's up. And I like I walked by the Scientology Center. Oh. And immediately I called one of my friends who's like also into like weird stuff. So I was like, yo. Yeah. You dude. said you might come to L.A. Are you coming or not? And she's like, okay, why? So <laughs> and I was like, listen. The Scientology Center is open for tours. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what do you mean it's open for tours? I'm like, you know how you can go into a museum and there's a guided tour? They have that for Scientology. Yeah. And she's like, do you want to do it? Yes. Get yes, I want to see whatever is in that. Like, that Tom Cruise might be in here, goddamn it. <laughs> but, like, just walk around. Like, there's so much. And that's the craziest thing about big cities is, like, because I used to go to D.C. a lot when I was yeah. in the Army. I was in Virginia. Yeah. And so I was in, I lived in Newport News, which is like where Alan Iverson's from. I bumped in Alan Iverson. Oh, shit, the time. dude. <laughs> I bumped into him. Like, I felt bad. He's I'm like 6'1", like, right? He's no. Like, no? I was looking at my phone. I bumped into this dude. And I was like, hey, man, my bad. Sorry about that. Like, just, you know, yeah, just yeah. being cool. And he's like, hey, man, you good? And I was like, I've heard that voice somewhere. I've heard that voice somewhere. And so <laughs> I, wa- I walked into a lids. And I was like, yo, I just bumped into somebody out there who sounded mad familiar. That's kind of crazy, right? And he's like, that was Alan. Okay, who knew? He's Ray like, Allen? I'm like, he's like, fucking Iverson, bro. I was like, hold on, what? And he's like, dude, Alan Iverson's from Hampton. You know, like Newport News, Hampton. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Seven City. So Newport News, Hampton. Uh, it's crazy, too, because like they all, like each one of those cities is like a crazy sports star from there. Really? So, like, if you watch boxing, Pernell Whitaker's from, uh, oh, Pernell Whitaker. from Norfolk. Um, there's another boxer from Chesapeake. Um, Mike Vick is from Newport News. Alan Everson's from Fucking Hampton. Lawrence Taylor's from somewhere in that Fucking area Lawrence too. Taylor. That's a, I just don't like know, man. in this are, tiny ass area. For some shit, After living there for a while, I got invited to like three cockfights, and I was like, in that whole Michael Vick story about like, yeah, you know, I fought dogs growing up. I'm like, yeah, no, probably, probably. Like, yeah. Like, I, like after getting, and I was in the army, and they're like, yo, man, like my cousin's having a cockfight. You want to go? Come? I was like, 
Like, what the fuck? I'm from Hawaii, bro. That's not really, like, like I'm from backwoods. the West Coast. Like, that's not really, the like. the backwoods, country, backwoods. But it was just <laughs> weird. And so, like, I bumped into Alan Iverson. I was just like, and they're like, yeah, man, that's Alan. You know, he, and mm. the craziest thing is, like, the dude was like, yeah, he stays in the hood. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, he's either in Philly or he's in Hampton. Like, where he lives. He either lives in Philly or lives in Hampton. Like, he'll go to other cities, of course, but it's like, man, that's wild. And so, like, when I, I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm 6'3". He was listed as six foot. I bumped into his shoulder with, like, just above my elbow. That dude's maybe 5'10". I was going to say, that's probably... Possibly, but I'm like... Had, had no stats. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, you were like... 7'5", you're like, what the Yeah, I was like, hold on. And so I'm like, hey, that's the dude, though, but... It's just crazy, like, going... So, I would drive up to D.C. And D.C. is another place where, like, I just, like, explored after a while. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's so much shit that you'll just find. I hear it's a cool... I hear it's, it's a super, cool place, super man. cool. Like, Everything's I always clean. went for 4th of July, and it was crazy because, like, there's certain things that I always do whenever I go to, like... I always try to go to a sports game in a new city. Um, in this case, I would go to the 4th of July baseball games. Like, I feel like that's, like... Like, like the most, kind of got to. That's me, the you know? place to do it. Is like Washington D.C. Oh man, like Fourth of July in D.C. is crazy because like the weirdest thing though is like, I went, so I was at the Washington Mall and the Smithsonian's are all around the Washington yeah. Mall. So I was just like going to museum after and museum. And they're free, right? They're yeah, not, they're all free. You just wild. walk right in. And so like I'm going to museum after museum and I'm going to like the Lincoln Memorial and I'm going to like Washington yeah. Monument and I'm going to all these places. And I just kind of walk into this to this spot like right behind the museum and arts. Uh, was it natural history? And I just, like, walk up, and it's, like, the Peruvian not Day of Independence or something like that. Or like, what the hell? It's, like, a Peruvian festival. Yeah. And I was, like, fuck it. All right. <laughs> and I just go in there, and they're, like, oh, yeah, we know. We got this, this, and this. I'm, like, what a dope city. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, little, like, festival. Sort of like the like New York, right? They have all these parades for all kinds of stuff. Dude, like, there's the Puerto Rican Day Parade, the Dominican Republic. But you wouldn't expect that on 4th of July. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. That's true. Yeah, it was, like, July stuff. 2nd, and I was, like... Okay, word, but, like, the coolest thing, like, this is actually, because I tell people my favorite genre of music is mid-2000s West Coast underground hip-hop. It's super specific, <laughs> yeah. but, like, if, you, if you're from there, yeah. I went to go see people under the stairs. Who's that? They're, like, this super, super underground group out of, uh, one dude's from L.A. and one dude's from, from San Francisco. But it's funny, like, what I was telling my dad was, like, I saw them in uh, Master Ace, I think? Somebody like that. Like, yeah. just some, like some dude, and my dad's, like, you know, my, my, I was talking to my dad about music because what I told him was, like, my dad got me into classic rock. Okay. Like, my dad's, like, the rock dude. Like, yeah. Zeppelin, Floyd, Sabbath. Like, that's my dad. Eddie Van Halen, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Wild, I found out about that today. Kind of nowhere, dude. But I guess he had cancer. I, dude, I had no... 2020 has been such I felt a bad because, like, like, when what? I first heard it, I was like, oh, probably from being a rock star for 50 years. Yeah. And then they're like, no, he had cancer. I was like, oh. He did, like, pounds of coke and he... And, and he goes out with cancer that's fuck alright I was like wow that's, okay. that's a twist that's a twist ending there yeah. yeah but my mom got me into like my mom was like definitely like more like the Prince and my mom was like, like loves Prince loves like you know Cher loves Carly Simon like some stuff like yeah. that my grandma on my mom's side is straight up blues like oh, not blues like R&B R&B like straight up like, like old school R&B or... yeah oh, like yeah. spinner stuff like that and so I kind of grew up around that, and then I didn't get into old school hip hop until a little bit later. And so what got me into music like super, super heavy was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. 
Oh, dude. Because that's when I discovered I Punk and my Sky. PS4. I'm oh, my even, God. God. I just damn, finished dude. off. Like, Jesus, I've been dude. playing a shot that game. <laughs> but, like, that's what got me into, like, punk and hip-hop and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And so, like, growing up, most of the music that I heard, because we bounced around so much, was from, like, video games. Yeah. And yeah. so it'd be, like, Need for Speed Underground, and they have, like, Dilated Peoples. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so, like... Cold old Starless Madden and, games. You're yeah, like, oh. like, just Starless and Dilated Peoples. Yeah. And so I'm, like, now I'm listening to all these groups... And I'm like, man, this AC alone dude's pretty dope. And he's part of this group. And they're part of this group. And oh, you can, like, you can go into a rabbit hole, man. If you oh, start, like, looking. And so, like, just that underground sound is, like, I just fell in love with it. And not even now, like, I'm, like, like I'll go back and I'll listen, like, just, like, oh, what, oh what's that group? Souls of Mischief. Souls of Mischief. And just, like, like cats out of Oakland, like, hieroglyphics. And, like, just oh, yeah, underground. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kick the sneak. Yeah. He's not, he's not really old underground, but, yeah. Sort of. I don't he's know. not. He's like kind of. He like, went mainstream for a little bit with E40. Same. Like E40 is like one of those dudes where like E40 is one of those dudes where like if you're from out west, you know you who know. he is. Yeah. Because yeah. it was funny because I was talking to my brother about you know when Nipsey Hussle died. My brother was like, "Yo, this Nipsey Hussle dude seemed dope. Have you ever heard of him?" I was like, "Dog, I heard of him like yeah, like just off something up, crazy." Yeah. I heard of Nipsey Hussle the first time when he made um, when he had Marathon. And yeah, he sold yeah, it for... Because it was funny because at the time I didn't really understand. But he was like, yo, you can either download it for free or buy it for $1,000. I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get... Because I didn't get it at the time. Yeah. And then I heard him later. I think he, I think I saw him at like Flogging or something like that. I just heard, like, yo, this Nipsey Hussle. And I was like, oh, yo, this, this dude's kind of dope. nice, yeah. And then yeah. I heard him again on, on like a Childish Gambino mixtape. Yeah. I was like, yo, this dude's crazy. He's, and then he's, I listened to Victory. He's man. He's just West Coast. Yeah. That's- that's the definition of like what like you think of DJ Quick, you think of like you know Nipsey, you think of the Trays, right, and like Corrupts, like all those yeah. like Westside Connection, all those dudes. Like that's the straight hip hop influence, you know. And it's funny because when you listen to those rappers, even today's West Coast stuff, which is kind of hard to find, it's like true West Coast. Well, a lot of got, it's like mainstream. Like you got like TDE. Yeah. yeah TDE yeah. is kind of like TDE is weird because they're like they're mainstream, but they kind of felt like no we made what mainstream is now yeah yeah. because like schoolboy like schoolboy like, he nothing pretty... about schoolboy should be mainstream yeah he's <laughs> that's know? why he's not as, as big as he probably i love school he's be, probably dude. my favorite out of him yeah. and absolutely my favorite out of TD. yeah he's good man he's really good but like like but the mainstream isn't going to like the masses aren't gonna it's not appealing to the masses they want that catchy like pop hit like drake kind of like drake singing about like you know a cheese sandwich that went bad and now he's sad and it's like that's a dope song right but if, like, they were to talk about, like, Nipsey Hussle, like, that song, like, the lyrics on this are insane. Listen to, like, this verse and, like, you know, it's like, oh, like, oh, man, well, who cares? This guy's talking about a sandwich. It's catchy. Like, okay, you know? That's been the weirdest thing because, like, I didn't realize how much of a hip-hop nerd I was until I told somebody that, like, unironically, and this is still true, my favorite rapper is Lupe Fiasco. I love Oh, Lupe dude, Fiasco. yeah. I just saw my younger brother who's 21, like, a list of, like, albums to listen to that I listened to a lot when I was younger. And Lupe Fiasco was like there. I'm like, uh, I forget what the album's called. Um, Jesus, dude. But him, Common, anything Common, like old school Common, so like yeah. even even the newer stuff. Is B good. is hard. B like, is like one of my favorite really albums good. of all time. Yeah. Uh, a Tribe Called Quest. Anything a Tribe Called Quest is just is, is just disgusting. You know, you're like, oh my god, listen to this. Like it is. It doesn't matter how many times I play the goddamn song. It's like, yes, it's my freaking song. It just pipes me up, right? Yeah. But then you got that, and then you go with like. What's that little Yachty or whatever? He's catchy, I guess. I don't know. I don't listen. Well, some of it is like, there's some people that I kind of appreciate because I was like realizing that certain people 
are not necessarily in the box of this is what a rapper is. Because I, I kind of had that moment where I was like, yo, this is this new shit's trash. And then it hit me, I'm like, yo, I'm 26, I'm too young to be saying that shit. <laughs> and then I listened to, like, like, I'm not a huge fan of Lil Yachty. Yeah. But okay. there's certain people, I kind of realized, like, oh, that's just not what you're good at. Because I do like City Girls. Okay. And he writes for City Girls. Oh, he does? So I'm like, oh, interesting. Oh, you just had to find your voice somewhere else. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of rappers where it's like, how can you stand out, right? Like, well, I'll make it a little different. And people will like it. Yeah, and maybe your forte is like in the like there's certain rappers that are like, okay, maybe your forte is just a little bit different. Like another one of my favorite rappers is Vince Staples. And there's there's every rapper or every musician that I listen to, even if I don't like or that I've heard, there's one song where I'm like, that's you need to stick with that. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. a huge fan of Post Malone. But when he made that song with Ozzy Osbourne and when he made that song on the Spider Man soundtrack, I was like, Bro, that's yeah, you. That's him. That's yeah. I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm like because like, I agree. Him, like I agree. rapping, rapping, I'm like uh, whatever. Even Machine Gun Kelly came out with a song that was on the Tony Hawk game, and I was like, "Is Machine Gun Kelly?" It sounded like old Blink One Eight Two, and I was like, on, "On the way up here, something came on the radio. It's like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly's like top album." And it was like a weird like pop like, punk but, kind of thing. I was yeah. like, "Yo, you might want to stick with this. Like, yeah, you might want to work with this. It like, sells. Like, like, there's some. They're like, there's something here. There. And, that's, and then it kind of goes back to what you're talking about with basketball. I'm like. Everyone said Jimmy Butler was a bad teammate. Yeah, And yeah. he finally found a fit. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think, the biggest, the hardest thing about, like, kind of, like, anything. It was, like, especially, like, music and, you know, well, sure, if you compare Lil Yachty to Kendrick Lamar, that's, it doesn't compare. God, no, dude. But if you look at what some of the newer rappers are doing, if you look at, like, what, like, I love Lil Uzi Vert. Oh. If you look at what he's <laughs> doing... In like he's a, a completely he's different place. He's clever, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, yo, I get it. He's funny, like, yeah. Okay, because Kendrick Lamar is never doing a song with Marilyn Manson. Right, right, yeah. It's that would never like no, absolutely. I mean, I don't know, maybe. I, 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 I just I don't I can't see his style with like. It's weird and like. But you, with Little Z, I mean, it works because he's off. Works. He's nuts. He's off the wall too. So it's like, oh yeah, two crazies. I guess could make a good song, you know. Yeah, and it's just like because like Post Malone when he did that with Ozzy Osbourne, I was like, he's gonna do some weird kind of rapping shit where he's like doing some new metal type Lincoln Park, type, which I love Lincoln Park, so I can't yeah, even say yeah. that. Like, is it gonna sound like Slipknot or something? Here, no one listened to. It, I was like, it's wild. You're like, oh, oh shit, that worked. Right. Oh, this kind of country. <laughs> I'm like, well, even Yellow Wolf. Like, I think every. Like every artist has that one album where I'm like, holy shit! If you could just do this every time, nonstop. Because be like... my buddy was like, "Yo, Yellow Wolf was trash." I'm like, "All right, listen, eh, I don't like calling artists trash because that's you know that's, that's what their they art. do. I mean, that's what they do, yeah." But listening to he has an album called Love Story, the extended edition, which I I I'll just resequence parts of it. I'm like, oh no, this kind of like country yeah. twangy hip hop. No one's yeah, doing it. That it's a new works. sound, man. It hits. Yeah, dude. That works. Even, like, <laughs> the argument that me and my buddy got in, because we both feel about the, this way, I cannot stand Eminem. I just don't like Eminem. I don't... I think Eminem... This podcast is over. Have a good night, sir. <laughs> Here's my thing. Here, I broke it down for somebody on Twitter because they got mad at me. I was like, yo, Eminem's the most overrated rapper of all time. They're like, how can you say that? I'm like, relax. Relax. He's a good lyricist. Everyone says that he's this, like... God and see greatest of all yeah. time, and he's not. And I'm not saying he's bad. That's literally all I'm saying is that yeah, he's yeah. not the God and see. And like, 
that's it. He's and really talented. He's, he's very really talented. talented. Yeah, yeah. My biggest thing with him is like, okay, but what are you saying? And recently, he's gotten better at that. Yeah. Like recently, like, his message has gone a lot deeper. Yeah. It went from like you know young from a young look at the guy. He was like what 21, yeah. 20? You know, rich quick, and he's like, I went from being dirt poor to being rich and actually sharing his personal life and stuff like that. But also kind of like trying to play to like the mainstream, like the masses, right? With like catchy, like uh, you know, catchy songs that weren't like deep lyrically, right? Like yeah. real slim shady or whatever. Please stand up. Like that stuff was just like, oh yeah, it'll play on the radio, right? But the deeper stuff where he talks about like you know, was it killing his mom or something like he that? Always, right? It's weird with him because like he had this like really weird. And that's actually a guy who like when he finds his sound, like there's a certain sound that he just absolutely murders. Yeah, and yeah. I, he's, very, I, he's very versatile. He's weird because like there's certain songs that like like I'm a big Kid Cudi fan, and when he made that song with Kid Cudi, I was like. <laughs> You're like what? Eh, fine, whatever. But when he made that song with Griselda, I was like, okay, he's good. Though. I was like, all right, this is he, what I was, you know, waiting for. And it's just weird because I feel like my thing with him is that like it's it's kind of like that thing that you always hear about Nas when they're like, yo, he can't make, he can't pick beats. And it's like, okay, but Eminem sound like I honestly don't think he's even found his full sound because like as a Detroit dude. You should be, you know, you're probably listening to a bunch of rock, you know, probably not too much rap because Eminem yeah. was kind of that first dude mm-hmm. out of Detroit. But when I hear like Danny Brown and that like really experimental, I was like, damn, can you imagine if like, like the sound that I think Eminem needs to run with is like run the jewels. Oh, like phew, I can hear him. I can, I can see that. I like that kind of like really like industrial, yeah, like just like borderline metal sound. Like that'd be. Well, I mean, this, this isn't Machine Gun Kelly sort of, wasn't he sort of like that? Like he kind of, I remember him when he first came out, because he came out with like that Wiz Khalifa, like kidding, like that wave, like yeah. Machine Gun Kelly was like one of those first dudes. And I remember when he first came out, he, and that's another Midwestern dude too, I think he's from Cleveland, and it was like, again, that kind of rock Yeah, yeah, it was and different. And then he went full rap, and then he kind of came back, and then I was like, okay, well, and you something. can tell he was looking for something. <laughs> yeah. Well, even then, it's like, I think Eminem would be amazing as, like, like the Beastie Boys kind of sound. Like, because oh. they experimented yeah, with, with a lot, Boys too. Yeah, nuts, man. Those guys. I never really listened to them too, too, too much, right, growing up. Because it was, like, I was young. I was, like, I mean, I, I was born in 86. So, they were, like, in their prime, I think, already in the 80s, right? Like, yeah. early 90s. But as I gotten older, I would listen to their stuff. I'm like, oh, let me just kind of mix up my music, you know. So let's see, let, like, let me oh. expand my horizons. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I'm like, these guys are fucking pretty legit, dude. Like for for their time, I'm like, all right, they're they're not bad. Like they're. And I kind of stopped. I I kind of slowed down on the Eminem hate when I realized that it was mostly like those diehard Eminem fans I didn't uh, like, not so much Eminem. Yeah, yeah. It was those guys that are like. Like when you go on Twitter and like their their picture is Eminem and their name is like yeah. Marshall Fan Forever. Yeah, like a tattoo. You're like, damn, you've had this since 2012, bro. Like, like, God damn, dude. Like, are you, do you like him because you're from Detroit and that's it, or like, you know, like for me, it's like I'm, I'm a diehard Kobe fan. Because obviously, I'm born in LA. Like, I'm yeah. I'm bested. Like, I'm that's my guy. Like, no one can ever say anything. Like, unless like something came out where he was like doing some crazy, like just bad stuff I'd be like oh dude no other than that though I'm like forever well even like the the whole because I read the whole sexual assault like I read the case and my verdict was that's a lot of weird shit that I'm not qualified to answer yeah dude it's like the whole thing just felt really really like when you dive into it man it's just like them finding like multiple men's like the whole thing was weird and I was just like listen man did you make good with your wife 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that's that was the first time in my life where, because that, that happened in what, 03? Something like that. So I would have been nine years great. old, and that was kind of the first time in my life that I had heard an athlete did a bad thing. Oh, yeah. And so I didn't really understand at that point, and that was kind of when I first realized, like, oh, these people are human. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have, like, because I didn't understand it, and even, like, and I didn't even think of it, think of it until later, but... And I mean, it's funny too because what I've noticed is like Knicks fans are Jordan haters. Oh, because, forever. Because Jordan would just shit on the Pistons Knicks. Pistons fans, Utah yeah. Jazz fans. Like, you talk to a Knicks fan, he's like, yo, LeBron's the best of all time. You're like, okay, are you saying that just because Jordan used to yeah. beat the shit <laughs> on the guys. Knicks? Because, <laughs> like, I hated LeBron and Kobe because, like, yeah. like oh, the Kobe thinks he's the next Jordan. He's not Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, looking back, I was like, did you just hate him because he was Jordan? Or did you hate him because he didn't sign to the Bulls in 2006? Oh, man. <laughs> like, dude, that, that was almost a thing. That I know. Was, like, Jesus, dude. Like, dude uh, just, like, I would have, like... Do you uh, just have beef with him because... I would have hated him after that, dude. <laughs> if he left, I would have hated him. And even now, like, LeBron, like, I'm a... I was telling my friend, I'm, like, I'm a LeBron hater, but only because he beat the Bulls, like, eight years in a row. Dude, he was murdering man. It's just, he used to just beat the shit out of the Bulls. It was... Uh, he was just something else in the East. And I, I don't know if he could do the same thing now in the East, though. I feel like the... Like, both... Like, both sides are, like, pretty evenly stacked now. With, like, Brooklyn and... Uh, the Raptors are still fucking legit. Like, no, like they... No Kawhi, no problem. We'll, we'll make it Philly's to the Philly's going to be tough. Boston's going to be tough. I think... I think Miami, I mean, just, just you know, you've got those five solid teams. The West, the West though, is is going to forever be stacked, man. There's just no way. Like, with Golden State coming back next year, you know, the Clippers probably making some moves to make some acquisitions. If Paul George does Oklahoma go. Oklahoma City low-key. Yeah, Oklahoma, key, Utah. Dallas could be Jesus, nice. dude. You know, D- Dallas, if they would have stayed healthy, probably would have beat well, I, the Clippers. Dude. I wrote an article a while ago about small market teams, and... Because I was kind of everybody's like, oh, small market teams don't win small. Market. And I look back at the NBA playoffs or at the NBA champions, and I was like, the Lakers haven't won since '08. New York hasn't won since like the '60s. Yeah, Miami's not a big market team, and they won. And of course, they have LeBron, and they had like weather on their side. And I was like, what? Like, what? How do small market teams win? And I kept coming back to San Antonio. And don't get me wrong, San Antonio is a cool city. Right, right. But what I think people completely underestimate. Is that when people look at, like, KD. I, I was one of those guys like, yo, KD, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then I was watching something on ESPN, and he had in a he had a show called The Boardroom, and he was in San Francisco. Right, I think I've seen. And, and I was watching it, and I was like, he would never have been able to do this in Oklahoma City. Uh, KD? Nobody's showing up to Oklahoma City to talk about business. No. And I think people are really underestimating, like... He's not going from the Thunder to the Warriors. He's going from Oklahoma City to San Francisco. Yeah. LeBron's going from Cleveland to Los Angeles. He's not going from the Cavs to the Lakers. It's all business, man. He's going to where his kids, like, at a private school. He's he's already said that he wants to do movies. He's investing in real estate. He just bought another, like, $30 million house. So, like, as I watch him, I'm like, this is a business move. That happens to be where great basketball teams are. Yeah, athletes are starting to wake up, man. Athletes are starting to wake up. Like they're they're not letting themselves get um, their lives dictated by like the general managers or like the owners. It's like, no, dude, I'm. I, I always say that they think of they think of themselves now, and they should have thought of this 
themselves like this years ago is uh, as, a, as a business like I am LeBron James and I offer this yeah well that's what I, Jordan you know was what I mean? doing and I don't think and I think I think it was Jordan did that kind of first and then everybody wanted to be with Jordan and I think Kobe got that later yeah they paid him a lot of money at the end which they probably shouldn't have paid him they paid him for his <laughs> loyalty you know but but it ended up working out I mean they, they but he had I mean he has a show on ESPN still which oh, is crazy, Kobe? yeah. The, um, the ESPN breakdown. Plus detail, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which That's is crazy wild. because at first it was just Kobe Bryant basically watching film, yeah. And I loved it because again, nerd, I like basketball. Well, he's a nerd. genius, dude. He, the stuff that he sees, you're like, oh shit. That's okay. what really made me appreciate Kobe more is because I was a Kobe hater up until like 2016. Because <laughs> glad to have you back. <laughs> I was like, fuck this guy's not Jordan. And it, when I realized. What he because LeBron, I was kind of a LeBron hater until he went to. I was a LeBron hater until he went to Miami, and then when he went to Miami, I was like, "Yo, this guy's the best in the world." Yeah. And then when he went to Cleveland, and he started like when I actually watched him, I was like, "This guy's not." I'm like Kobe was basically Jordan 2.0 as far as the moves and what he was doing, but like, I was like, "Yo, this guy's not really Jordan." He's though. different, he's, dude. I he's to me he's Magic and Pippen combined. He, I mean, that's a good comparison. I never heard that, but that's a good comparison. To me, when he's, I watch him, I'm like, okay, he's magic on the offensive end. He's Pippen on the defensive end. He is, dude. Because, like, Pippen, he's... I think he's a better scorer than Pippen. I think he's a better defender. With the splash of Charles Barkley defense. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he's, a little he's bit. fucking big guy, dude. But it's just kind of crazy because, like, when I started really, really paying attention to Kobe, and, like, this is probably around 2012-ish, when he beat Boston... Mm. I was like, huh, okay. And like something just told me, like, yo, look at this dude. Like, just keep, like, just keep watching him. And then when I noticed, like, because I was like, why is he being such an asshole to, like, Dwight Howard to, you know, Smush Parker? And like, why is he being such an asshole? Oh, Smush Parker just. And then when I saw, like, oh, he's looking for a certain type of player. He's looking for, you know, a certain type of guy. I can't always be the guy. I need you to be the guy. But you have to be mentally tough to be that guy. And. People can't take it, dude. I don't think Dwight. I think Dwight's another guy who didn't understand until later. Mm-mm. I think now he gets it. Yeah, if I he would have, if he would have understood it then, they would have won a championship. Oh yeah, for sure. That team was crazy. They would have won a championship. Uh, I don't know. They they still had this shitty team. Oh, no, Steve Nash. They could they could have had it. Dude. Nash, Kobe, Parker is like, or uh, not Parker. Uh, Nash, Kobe, um, Howard is basically like five years before what they did now. Yeah, they got kind of past their prime point, and because they still had Gasol. I yeah. think they had Gasol. He might have gone to the Spurs by then. No, they still had Gasol. They still had Gasol. Um, I don't think they had traded him yet. No, I'm not sure. I don't know if Bynum was still on that. Bynum probably wasn't on the team anymore. Bynum is a guy who they said that he was the next coming of Shaq. And I was like, even, being like, it, like, even being like 15, 16 years old, I was like, I don't know. About yeah, that. dude. <laughs> but the thing is, like, some people, like, when, when they secure the bag, they just... Like, and not everybody down, who looks like they are this ex-player, like Dwight Howard was never really a Shaq player. Like he looked like it. We all yeah, thought he would yeah. be. And then like looking back, I'm like, he's Sean Kemp. That that back that's in- not a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> that back injury that he had really did screw screw him up. And then his attitude made it even worse, man. He 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 basically wasted away like a good five years of his career because of his ego or you know his. Is just is just his personality in the locker room. From what you hear, I don't know. I was never there, right? Yeah. But from his, from what you read and hear, it's like he was just like a, a, a horrible teammate to people. He right? reminds me of Melo because I was talking to my friend about Melo, and I what and this is something I, I will die on this hill. 
there's two free there's two front office decisions that change Melo to being the best player of, of this generation. If he gets drafted to the Pistons, you're talking a rookie Melo on the oh, four yeah. Pistons. Oh yeah, with dude. a coach who only taught defense and didn't play rookies. So now Tayshaun you're talking Prince, about Chauncey Billups, Mello. Ben Wallace, the ones that beat my Lakers that know for. And with, and then you have a rookie Melo who was scoring already, and yeah, you dude. teach him how to defend. That that was a dynasty that didn't happen, dude. That oh yeah, that should have stayed. Yeah, because after that after that year, I don't know. Did Tayshaun stay with the? Everyone kind of split off in the next like five years. Because like Ben Wallace the Bulls had Ben like Wallace the Bulls. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Which I love Ben Wallace. I was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they would have stayed together, man, they would have won. They would have won a championship, another championship. If they would have drafted Melo, that would have been just ridiculous, dude. And I'm looking at like because my friend, well, well, what about Wade? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Melo on that team fits a little bit better, to be honest. Like Wade is yeah. nice, but. You got Chauncey Billups and Wade. I don't know who's going to... Who's, who's going to be the ball scorer. Yeah. Billups at some point would have to give it up. Yeah, But exactly. Wade has a defense, which would have fit in with like the Detroit style. But I'm just like looking at him like, damn, that move completely changes Melo's career. Because now, you, if, even if he's an okay defender, mm-hmm. even if he's an average defender, like he's still... This is a dude who didn't... Who made like... Didn't he have a 50-point night without shooting a layup? I don't know. I think I saw that highlight. He's had like, a wild career. It was like man. a fifty-point night, and all he did was shoot jumpers. <laughs> he's, like, he's probably like the most accomplished journeyman. That he kind of reminds me of like a Grant Hill. Yeah, you know, like I'm just good, and he's on his way out of the league right now. But now with Portland, he's showing. He's like, dude, I can still give you a good twenty minutes, twenty-five yeah. minutes. Like, put me in. Like, trust me to trust me with the ball in my hands, and I can make it. Work it took him a little bit, but I was like, yo guy and i love Melo, but like that and my undying hate for lala vesquez who i actually don't oh because <laughs> i found cool, out she said that she didn't want to move from new york to chicago and that's why he didn't sign with the bulls in 2014 and oh, i don't know who so beats shitty. the bulls in 2014 if they got mellow derrick rose todd gibson you don't dude. young jimmy butler you don't you i don't, don't know who's beating the bulls and that's... so I was like, wait. I was like, hold on, wait. Why do you say it? I'm like, la la. I'm like, isn't he getting divorced? And I looked at him like, okay, they, you know what? They made it work. Good for them. Did, oh, oh, they're not getting. I thought they were divorced. No, they made. They ended up making it work, but apparently uh, they had some beef over power because she had like a couple like topless scenes and stuff, and he was like, not with that. Which, oh shit, no. it's kind of funny to me, but at the same time, I'm like. That's Betty. <laughs> like, you know what's funny is Lala got her start in L.A. on radio, man. So I remember her on on the radio. It was ninety two three the beat, and she was a she was an on air personality. Like she had her own. Show. Oh, that's how she started. Yeah, she was in, she was from L.A. Lala. Yeah, she had her ninety two three the beat. Lala. She was on the, the like a think of like you know Crisco Kid. Mm-hmm. You know Crisco Kid, right? Uh, which by the way, I'm like one degree separated. Like he's a good friend of a friend. And really? like, I spent New Year's Eve this past New Year's Eve with him, like, because he was at my friend's, my girlfriend's friend's party. I was like, the fuck? I don't know. I've never heard, I've never heard of the guy in my life, ever. And it was like, I mean, nice to meet you. It was on Crisco. I'm like, Crisco. I was like, why, like, Francisco? It was not just Crisco. I'm like, fuck. My wife, Crisco. I was like, oh, I just put a lot of oil in my hair when I was growing up. So I was like, the oil is Crisco. I'm like, nice to meet you, man. And then later I find out he's on the radio. I'm like, isn't that the guy that was like at the party? She was, and my girlfriend was like, yeah, that's, he's a radio personality. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. weird. And I was running from here. But anyways, but Lala did get her start on uh, on the radio then in LA. Yeah. If, if you ever YouTube like Lala923 the beat, like you'll hear her on air just like it, it, it's just weird because like like there's been a couple people that like you are oh yeah, you know, they start from this, they start from this. And it's it's crazy how that kind of like 
how that kind of journey goes. Like, I'll just show my friend. Like, I met this girl in LA, and I had just come from a comedy store. No, from a laugh factory. And there's a diner, like, right next to it. The, okay. I think it's Mel's Diner. Or Mel's Diner, yeah, yeah. I think it was Mel's Diner. That place is fire. Yeah, though. dude. That place is fire at, and I'm not, I don't drink, but I do smoke. So that place oh, okay. is fire <laughs> at two, like, at... 24-7, man. It was 24-7. That's what made me want to go. Yeah, yeah, So it was, like, probably 12.30 at night, and she's like, hey, do you want a, like, what do you want? What do you want? I was like, yo, listen, this is a diner. Love diners. Let me get a pastrami burger with a shake. Oh, dude, oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, that thing's like a banger, dude. That's, that's a pastrami burger. That's not like a little... Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh. And so I met this girl, and I was like, man, this, this girl's absolutely gorgeous, man. Like, Yo. And um, <laughs> my, I love my, my... So my buddy... I love my buddy because he's... Um, he's definitely the type of dude... He's the type of dude where, like, I just... know I, I was going through, and I was looking for someone on mm-hmm. Instagram one day. And I got two or three friends like this. And I was like... How does he know her? And I noticed all my beautiful friends were being followed by like three of my other friends. Oh, dude. I was like, yo, y'all are dogs for this. You know that, right? I got buddies that are like that. But it, it kind of hit me. I was like, but, but he doesn't, he lives in Virginia and she's back in Hawaii. How does he, man. Or the worst is when, like, like, the worst is like when they're commenting and like the girl replies and like they're having a conversation and like you could tell that they've like, now they've like been talking like just like they have like their I'm own, like, fighting my friend if you and I'm like what the fuck wait a minute uh, my what? friend followed one of my ex girlfriends oh, I was like yo that's a no no and the only reason I found out is that's because she note. followed me and I was like yo how did she find me and I was like whatever didn't even think anything of it went back and saw her account later and I see followed by like two of my friends I'm like Yo, yeah, that's that's a friend. <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, do you know who this is?" And he's like, "Nah." I'm like, "Yo, this is my ex." And he's like, "Yo," he's like, "Is she cool?" I'm like, "Yo, there's a reason she's an ex." Like, <laughs> no, yes, and no, you can't hang out with her. Dog. What like, do you want to do? That's a, that's like a that's a, that's a rule. <laughs> one of my friends was like, "Yo, yo, if you want to drive to the middle of Colorado and just oh, kind of hang out on a farm, like, yeah, go Hell be no, my dude. guest, bro." Like, no, that's that's a firm. That's, 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 no, you're good. That's a firm, no matter. I in my life have like never broken that rule. I just no way, dude. No, it's like, it's, it's wild. It, like under the best circumstances, it's not worth it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like what's gonna it's happen? Like, eh. it, there's just no scenario where that ends well. But I like, and so it's funny because I met this girl and I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. And I've noticed like her posts are like she she does a lot of gaming on Twitch. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. badass, cool. And I've noticed she's doing a lot more modeling. Huh. I was like, hell yeah. Like, like modeling. Like She's working her way up to, like, OnlyFans or something. And so, yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <God>. <laughs> she, she said something about that, that one day. She's like, hey, she's like, hey, love you guys. Stop asking me for my OnlyFans because I don't have one. I was like, that's funny. Like, yeah, she said something yeah. really funny about it. But I noticed, I'm like, man, that's super crazy because, like, there's, like, just little things. Like, one of the dudes I went to high school with plays for the D-backs. Oh, shit. And I just hit him up one day. I... Because I saw that he was an anthem, and I was like, "Yo, man, you an anthem? Like, we should, we gotta catch up." And he like he's busy, yeah. but I just noticed little things like he played like the D backs farm system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of those places are places that I have family, so like one of them is like up near Chicago, and the other one's in the middle of Tennessee. And so I was Damn. like, "Yeah, that I'm like that's really <laughs> weird that this dude I went to high school with is not like is pitching for the minor league team that my great uncle goes to see in Tennessee." And it's like they know him. Oh yeah, he's like. Yeah, almost like, and I was like, man, that's super crazy. Anyway, like, think of all this weird. But the wildest thing, I was uh, when I was in the army, we were watching the Olympics. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, 
and I hear that, you know, they're like, all right, they're doing the hurdles. I was like, yo, man, I was a hurdler in high school. Like, yeah, I want to check this out. Like, all right, cool, whatever. And they're like, and we have Devin Allen. And I was like, Devin Allen, that sounds so fucking familiar. Devin Allen, Devin Allen. I was like, all right, whatever. And I text my brother. And I'm like, yo, why does the name, because he actually was running, like, club track. Like, I ran for school. He ran, like, club track. Like, that's why he's, he's at, he's going to school right now, and he's trying to do, like, he's trying to go to the Olympics. Right. And so I'm like, yo, why does this name Devin Allen sound so familiar? He's like, dog, he went to like Deer Valley or something like that. I'm like, Devin Allen? I'm like, I'm sure it's Deer Valley. It was like, it was some school like that. He went to a school not far from us. He was in our region. And I raced against him a couple times in high school. Oh, shit. And he smoked me the first time I raced him. The second time I hung with him until the first turn, he smoked me there. Jesus. But this dude was like super, super nice. And then he went to Oregon and played football. And Damn. then he went to the Olympics. And I was like, that's the craziest that's thing. A, that, like, that's wild, though. That's... And like, we, I don't know him. Yeah. Like, we're not like friends. Like, you know all of them and you're like, I know you. Like, <laughs> It was just like you would see his name like, like you'd go over and you'd look at the heat table and you'd be like, Okay, there's Devin Allen, and there's this other dude, and cool, so I'm coming in third today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you knew you were like, God damn it, dude. I was like, Devin Allen, all right, so I can come in second today, and it's funny because like being an athlete, you never want to be like, yo, we're losing tonight. Yeah. But yeah. there are some things where like... You just know, dude. He's running a what? Oh, hell no. Yeah, that's <laughs> not me. Like, that's... that's like, is, that, is that shit broken? Is that... Sir, is this monitor broken? Is that uh, not going to work anymore? Or is that really his uh, runtime? That's actually what I loved about <laughs> track, though, is that, like, playing basketball, my high school coach would never play me for some reason. Which was crazy that's because... shitty, dude. I remember there was one play that, like, in this... I, I've never quit anything before. Like, yeah. never quit a team. I quit basketball for this. There was one play I made. I was playing a JV for some reason. I was, like, one of the best players, yeah. like... And, like, I was kind of, I was a little bit raw, and he didn't quite know who, like, he didn't quite know me. So I was like, you know what, cool. I'll spend a couple months in JV. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'll spend, like, half the season in JV. Whatever. And I made a play. I was playing center. Ball goes out of bounds. I go out, and I save it. And I, like, pull the ball, and I'm scanning, and I look, and I see my dude in the corner. It's like a bang-bang play. Yeah, just bop, bop. And, like, passing him, corner three, good. Like, all good. That's always the best, too. And he took me out. And he was like, yo, we don't need any of that here. I'm like, I just got an assist. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, we scored on that play. Our, our goal like, is to not, win. He's like, that's not what I asked you to do. Asked me to do the ball is going out off a fucking air ball. And they I went. saved it and I got an assist. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yo. And after that, I quit and ran track. And I kind of realized, like, for me, being able to say, like, if the coach didn't like you, hey, I don't care. I'm running two seconds faster than your fastest yeah. guy. You're running me on Saturday. And I just, like, that was the thing that I fell in love with track to begin with. And then when I'm racing people, like, there's certain things that, like, like, I remember there was this one, <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of petty, because there was a girl I was into on my team who was dating a guy from another team. And, I, <laughs> and like, this guy. usually, I'd be like, yo, like, I'm one of those dudes, I'm like, yo, you know what, I'm happy for you, I'm really, really glad that you have that. This dude was an asshole, though. Oh, I really? I hated this guy, <laughs> such a douchebag. And so, like, with me... The type of person I am, like, I'm a talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk a lot of shit. And <laughs> this dude would say shit where I was like, yo, I'm just going to swing on you. Like, I'll just fight you. Like, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, it was, it was like the stuff that he would say would like, so I just like, so like if I'm not talking to somebody, I'm just like super, super quiet. So I'm like, yeah. headphones on, hoodie up. I run track, so this is like May. This is like May, yeah, June. Yeah. 
in Arizona. So I got like headphones on, like big, like at the time, Skullcandy headphones, hoodie up, shirt over, big ass boonie hat, like, you know. Just, just trying like, to get ready, just trying to get focused. Yeah, on. and like the way that I would do it, I was like dropping layer by layer every couple minutes. And so like by the time I was good, like I was like good, I was like ready to roll. And I remember, and she was talking to me, and she said something to me. Like, because I didn't talk to her at all. I didn't talk to him at all. And I was stretching out. And she goes, good luck, so-and-so. Love you. And she's like, hey, you'll, she's like, you'll, you'll probably do okay in this race, Raven. I was like, watch this. I just <laughs> smoked that. I was like, fast as I ever ran. And I was just like, I wish that, like, that's what kind of introduced me to, like, one-on-one basketballs. Because I was like, it's just you and me. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's kind of what I fell in love with with sports was, like, like, at later and that's what I was telling my dad the other day like I didn't get the same chance to play like basketball run track as my brother did to, to run track yeah. just because times change right you know so like for one person like I had all these other obligations I had to do with like church and stuff but with my brother things had kind of lightened up so now he had a completely different and like I, I for like a couple of years I was mad about that and then I can't realize like that's life bro it's life that's not your, good, your younger brother is always going to be able to do something more or in some cases he can't get away with as much it's just checks and balances yeah yeah, Who yeah. Cares? Like, it, it is what it is but like that's what i kind of that's what got me thinking about like when i started my business i was like okay so what i want to do i'm like i don't ever want to make somebody feel like they can't like do something yeah yeah and so that's what i'm working on now is like what i want to do because i grew up around skaters you know in hawaii and i used to live in northern california yeah so i grew up around skaters most of my life I want to do a skate contest. Okay. I want to do a three-on-three basketball tournament, and I want to do a, um, a five-a-side soccer tournament next year. Oh, that's pretty dope, dude. And I got—I was talking to some people, and I was like, "Yo, like, there's one dude that I work with, who, like, he's like a soccer player, soccer player." Yeah. Like, I remember I said something to him, like I, I was like on break and I was watching a match on my phone, and he's like, "Yo." Milan's looking really, really good this year. They just got Zlatan back, and you know I think they're they're gonna really, really make a dent. Yeah. I don't see them beating Juventus though, and I was like, <laughs> "Sir, like, okay, like you know what's up. All right, cool." Yeah. And so like just that kind of thing where I was like, because I was watching, you know, just paying attention, especially in LA. You know, you'd have Venice Beach, and you'd have oh, yeah, Drew yeah. League, and you'd have all these things, and I was like, you know, the opportunity. I kind of realized that. That's why I wanted to either stay here or go back home to Hawaii is because I love LA. I love mm-hmm. that city. But the problem that I noticed is that everyone goes, like the girl I met at, who was a waitress yeah. at Mel's, she's from Kansas. Oh, so yeah. she's going there to be a star. Yeah, everyone. And then like, everyone in LA is already there. They're trying to be a star. Yeah. So now you're telling me that I got to fight Brad Pitt and Kendrick Lamar to get my <laughs> to, name? No, yeah, to get noticed. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's 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 a it's a vicious cycle out there like i've always wanted to do like voice acting or voiceover work growing up over in la it's a competitive man i was like no i'm good man. i don't i don't i don't want to have to like stress over this like i'm good I'm, like, yeah. and i think what the coolest thing is now and like living in 2020 and you know you have your phone you have like i'm taking a whole week off next week just so i can learn how to do youtube the right way yeah, yeah. Like, my my supervisor was like, listen, you got some extra time off. Like, you got to take it. It's, you know, use it or lose it. And I was like, all right, nice, cool. Right? Let me take this time <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know I had any time you off. Know, you, like, know, you ever looked at that app? Uh, it's called Fiverr. Or yeah. Fiverr, right? I think they have, like, a bunch of stuff on there, too, where you can do, like, po- well, not podcasts, but, like. My friend just found an illustrator for her book through that. 
Oh, through fiber? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you literally, like, or you can, like, uh, like, if you, if you want to do, like, kids' books, you just come up with, like, the story, and, like, you look at Fiverr, or there's a company out there that'll actually illustrate it for you, and then you just put it on sale on yeah. Amazon, and you're an Amazon author, and people can buy the book if they want, because I'm catchy. That was kind of the thing that I realized was, like, like, I have a website, and so one, one thing that I realized, like, I have a website, and I have a blog, yeah and it's just the way that you phrase it, because if you're like, yeah, I just got a website, you know, I kind of write sometimes. But if you say, oh, yeah, on my website, I just, you know, I've been writing uh, opinion pieces about this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I kind of realized, like, the podcast and, like, you know, the, I bought my Mac and everything came preloaded on it. Yeah. And this mic was 60 bucks. And it's, that's, that's, that's all it podcast. takes. That's all you need sometimes, man. That's all it is. Like, you see people with, like, their own podcasts out there, too, that have, like, super like expensive microphones and cameras and everywhere. they try to basically be like Joe Rogan right with all these yeah. like and it's like dude no one, no one cares about that like put good content out there people care about and that's that. the thing I was a big Joe Rogan fan because his MMA stuff was on point yeah he's, like, he's his a, MMA stuff was awesome yeah yeah he's like a, he's like a different breed though he's like one of those like one and like a few million where it's like okay th- this guy's lived a very like interesting life like yeah. with fear factor MMA you know he's he hunts he has like a weird like just that makes it it makes it enticing to listen to him and then when you hear his points of views you're like oh he makes some good points too you know he has a pre- some pretty good guests and then at that point you're like that's like his guests always are pretty good yeah he's got some he what got me was the um, he had the like he had somebody with Scientology. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that's what's cool. He he doesn't have yeah. like a like hold on, a, excuse me. <laughs> he doesn't have like just a one sided agenda where it's like I'm only gonna bring in certain people that believe. Certain- that was my big me me and my buddy. That was one of the biggest things that we had about the podcast was like that was one of our issues with him was that it's great. The whole different point of view thing I feel works on certain things. Like I think the Lakers are gonna win. I think the Heat are gonna win. Cool. Yeah, different points yeah. of view. Unless you're one of those fan podcasts that, like, listen, we're only talking about the Yankees. Yeah, you the Yankees know. and everything. In 1968, the Yankees won a little. It's like, whoa. Like, we only talk about the Yankees here, and I'm like, ah, I can't be mad at Yeah, that, I can't be do honest, that. You know? I can't take five hours of Yankees talk. But if you were a diehard Yankees fan, yeah, you could. Yeah, like, you should make the six hours, not five. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, no, dude. But um, that was one thing where it was like, okay, it's really, really dope. And this was kind of like what we said about Eminem. is like, it's really, really dope that you're doing all this, but, like, what are you saying? Right, right. What yeah. are you... And that that was one thing that I noticed. Like, when we first started, we were like, yo, this is not a political podcast. Do not come to us yeah, for your yeah, political... Yeah. And then, as we started going on, as time started to change, we were like, yo, listen, fuck that whole... We're not political. Yeah. We're like, yo, this is what we believe. If you're not with it, turn us off right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I think seeing that now, I think that's important because you're even seeing that... Like, the NBA would have never put Black Lives Matter out. Oh, no. In yeah. 1998. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think absolutely not. Because the, the players have more power now than even though like, the most powerful player or the most influential player to ever play basketball, Michael Jordan. Yeah, he played in the 90s, right? If he took, even if he took a stance on you know that political view, whether it's, whether it's Black Lives Matter, or whatever, whatever it would yeah. have been back then, right? I don't think that the NBA would have followed suit because the players, while they were you look back at them now and you go, these are these were these are legends. They yeah. didn't they didn't have that power. You, you had at, maybe Kareem. 
Yeah, yeah, Kareem. And I mean, even then, I I kind of wonder about Kareem. Like, are you nearly as influential as if you stay in Milwaukee? I don't think uh, so. I don't think so. No. I think if he goes to LA, because I mean, LA, even you know, even back in the day, LA was still kind of like. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, LA was still more progressive than like Milwaukee. I'm like, damn, if you if Kareem goes to LA or doesn't go to LA, I wonder if things. He would have been a stats guy where it's like quiet like he's just not the he doesn't have the the like um the appeal that he would have because we remember like, him and bill russell and yeah. you know it's kind of like those founding those like, main markets like the mount rushmore right they're like oh my god and dude. even like if it wasn't for how bill russell addressed things like bill russell he was addressing social issues and cream was addressing social issues and then it was like okay well and you had other people kind of try it yeah. here and there. Like, you know, Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model, which <laughs> He's just makes guy. way more sense than, you know, than people that don't. But it was like, you know, they had the NBA dress code at one point. Yeah, I remember And that. now Russell literally wears whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, it was wild. They were like, you have to wear suits. And I was like, come on, David Stern. Like, get bent, dude. Like, you're going to make these guys wear suits? Like, okay, dude. Like, these guys didn't, they're not like corporate dudes. Like, you know, like, you can't make yeah. someone wear a uniform you're already making them wear they're wearing the uniform you want them to wear on the court dude like that's one thing I actually love that the NBA is doing like the whole you can wear whatever shoes you want thing yeah because I'm a big soccer fan so I'm like that's it's one of those like it's just a little it's things just little like, things and I look at Jordan I mean but look at how far how, how far it's gone right it's, it went from Jordan getting fined what I think it was like four thousand yeah. dollars a game and Nike was paying the fines right because he was wearing sh- shoes that didn't that weren't the color scheme of oh like that's bullshit, dude. And not to where you're at now, where it's like you've got people wearing like lime green, or what was his name? Duncan today was wearing with Tim. Oh, Duncan Robinson. He was wearing like blue, whatever, yeah. baby blue. On the heat. Like, yeah, on the heat, right? And I'm like, oh, that's cool, whatever, dude. Yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Good to each his own. But like the players have a power now, to where now they're like, because it, because there's so much money to be made in any league, whether it's football, basketball, soccer. There's a lot of money. There's money there. There's this giant. Ronaldo was a billionaire. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, there's money. There's like there's, he's made a billion dollars in soccer. There's hundreds of millions of dollars to be made every year, and so now that the players have kind of woken up and say and said, "Hey, we have the power. This is what we want. This isn't an option." The the owners have to fall in line. You know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're if your stars don't get what they need from you. They don't have to play, dude. They're already icons. So they'll make their money elsewhere. Like Ronaldo makes money off of ads on Most Instagram. players are making more from endorsements than from than from their contracts. Yeah. So why do I need you? Like I'm not gonna play for you. I'll go play I'll go play in Europe. I'll go play I'll get paid more if I go to Europe than I, if I play with That's you. what I'm excited about with like high schoolers. High school yeah, well like, look, at, look at the that last ball brother, right? Yeah. He's if I was in high school game. and if I was like that dude. I'm not playing college ball. Yeah, that dude. I'm with my money, dude. Like, you, I have to go to school. I'm a grown ass man. You're making me go to school before I can join your club. I'm gonna go to China, dude. They're gonna pay me a hundred million dollars for five years. I'm gonna fucking eat orange chicken all day. I'm cool, dude. Like for a hundred million dollars, I'm straight, dude. Especially and, because, like, that's one thing that I, being a big soccer fan and like you know playing FIFA, watching games and stuff. What I there's a couple things that I would love to see in basketball. Like, they have this thing called a loan system. And it sounds crazy when we watch soccer because yeah. they're like, because you'll hear like Manchester United sold so and so. You're like, I'm sorry, sold. And then, when you, and then when you look, you're like, oh, they sold their contract rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. I can get why that would be kind of like, but I was watching it and they're like, 
I was watching this one thing, and they're like, yeah, you know what? We got a really good young player we really, really like, but our team is so loaded, and we're trying to make a championship run. We probably won't be able to get to play him that much, so we're going to loan him yeah. to another team. And I was like, holy shit. Can you imagine if somebody did that basketball where it's like, hey, listen. Oh, my God. Kyle dude. Kuzma, you're not really part of the plans right now, but we think that you could be in the future. You need more We're going to let you go play two years in Rome. Yeah. Or in Turkey or in China, and then bring you back. I mean, it would make sense, man. It would be a good way to develop them for free, and then bring them back and just be like fucking all star. Yeah. Because right now the problem with a lot of these like young guys is you're only going to get playing time in the off season when you train to finesse your skills. Yeah. You don't have that. It's different when you go practice and and you know you're developing pickup games when it's like live. Like there's a a win on the line. Like and you're going to be the guy. Like, that's different. Like, different experiences. My right? idea was you, it was kind of based off baseball, kind of based off uh, soccer. My idea was when you turn 18, you're eligible because you're an adult. Yeah. And you have until, so however many years you play outside of the NBA. So, like, you can sign, like, a three-year contract. But I, I thought about, like, okay, well, what I do four years for college? I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Having a rookie at 19 kind of sets you up for a lot of issues. Yeah. Have them start coming in at 21 when they can, you know, they can legally drink. So right, you right. don't have to worry about any sort of legality things. But I'm like, play those years in the D League the yeah. same way that you'd have, like, like if you're a big baseball fan, like Bryce Harper is not coming out and he's not playing day one for, you know, for the Nationals. Like, <laughs> I know he played, doing. you know, he played in the, you know, in the small league. And I was thinking about it, I was like, if you did that with, like, you have an option, though. It's like, all right, listen, you have a two years and then one year option. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, so if you did that, these D League teams, you'd have studs. Yeah. Playing in the D League. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, it'd be insane. And, you know, this would have to be, you'd have to probably wait a little bit until every team has a D League, but, or like a D League team. But, like, you look, like, for example, the Northern Arizona Suns play in Prescott. And I know the Lakers play in South Bay. Like they South play Bay in, Lakers, right, right, right. And so, like, imagine Lonzo for the first couple of years of his career playing in South Bay. And it's like, yeah, we're seeing Lonzo ball for like 30 bucks. Yeah, man. It changes how the D-League's perceived because right now it's like, oh, man, you're trash if you're playing the D-League. But yeah. it's like, no, the D stands for but developmental. You must, good. you must not be good. You're in the D-League. Right, but you got, like, guys sitting on the bench, like, good guys who are sitting on the yeah. bench. Like, like Kuzma's a great uh, great example. Ingram's a good example. Mm-hmm. Hart's a good example. Most of those Lakers that got traded are good examples. Now they get a chance because they're playing for a young team, but... Imagine if you had that D League system where you got a chance to actually develop for a it couple would, of years. It's almost like it's like preseason. Like I remember preseason when Ball, it was D'Angelo. Like summer Russell. league. It was summer league, right? Yeah, like that. It would be like that. Like I remember there was all this hype around the Lakers' young court, right? And it was it was Kuzma. Kuzma came out of nowhere. I don't know what the fuck came out of, but he came out of nowhere. But then you had Lonzo. You had D'Angelo Russell. Oh, the big boy. You had Rand- Randall. Still am. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I. What were you, you know, he fucked up, dude. He shouldn't have, he, he broke man code. Oh, the Nick Young, I forgot about there's that. No I forgot about there. that. There's just no trust there, man. At that point, that's, that shit was sick. I heard he was trying to get an Iggy and that's why he did it, which is, that shit was sick. Kind of hilarious. Yeah, he's just, and I, I'll never, I'll never, no matter how many more tattoos that dude gets, he'll always be a little boy to me. Dude. You see that guy who said, uh, this guy on Twitter was like, yo. D'Angelo Russell plays like he took his mom's credit card and just bought all the VC he could Dude, and leveled up. And I was no like, kidding. He kind of did. 
He got covered in tattoos. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when we were in Vegas last, I actually walked by him, and I think his list was like 6'4". Bullshit. Oh, really? Solid 6'6". Six, six. Oh, really? That's Solid 6'6". Six, six. That's what they were saying about Russ, is that like he's not... Somebody had a picture of Russ standing next to, I want to say Kobe. They're the same height. And I was like, yo, Russ is 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'6", six, six, dude. That's what I'm hearing. I'm not sure when if it's I, true. When I, uh, when I played football in high school, I, I had a... I was a starting tight end, and my backup was a super tall, lanky dude. And um, he ended up going to uh, play basketball at UCLA. And okay. he ended up playing with Russell Westbrook at UCLA. So oh, really? He played with him, yeah. So I guess like I was one degree separated. But I never, I never talked to the dude afterwards. He was in the backup. I'm like, yeah, let's get out of here. He was actually <laughs> apparently he was a fucking good baller, Stop. and he <laughs> would play. He was he started for UCLA, and I would see him on TV, and I'm like, what the fuck, know this dude? Man, yeah, my backup. I guess he wins. He's playing with Russell Westbrook, dude. And, I mean, obviously nobody knew Westbrook was gonna be that good, right? But yeah, UCLA, that dude was like, like he had talent. But that it was just something where I was like, because the one and done rule stupid to me. But I'm trying to figure out like, what would you do? Because you can come out of high school and play baseball. You just got playing the minors for a little bit. Right. So I'm like, right. if you did that with basketball, you'd have like, you know, these stud high school players that you yeah. see. You'd have Bronny. You'd have Zion. You'd have all these right. guys. Give him a little bit of chance to mature. Give him a couple years because I don't like. I feel like that only helps the team too because, you know, those teams when they go out, eighteen-year-old Kyle Kuzma can't go out in L.A. Mm-hmm. with thirty-two-year-old. You know, I mean, look whatever. at look what he's doing though. He's already been messing around with like a couple. Uh, was it one of the Kardashians? Yeah, best Laker of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? and I'm like motherfucker. I'm like dude. Like he's living it up, making. I don't know if he's making millions. I don't even know what his contract looks like right now. That was something crazy I didn't realize with the bubble, too, because when I was playing uh, 2K, they had an interview with, like, uh, I think he was a rookie or maybe a second-year player, and he's like, yeah, my apartment doesn't have a basketball hoop. And I'm not, you know, and he was worried because, like, he has, you know, with COVID, they weren't sure if they were going to bring back, you know, if they are going to play, so he wasn't sure if he was going to get paid. I was like, how does this guy not have, and he kind of was like, no, he's a second-year player in the NBA. Like, don't get me wrong, he's making yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, average salary is. There's a guy that plays for. Uh, he plays for the Pelicans, and he's actually from South Phoenix. I forget what his name is, dude. He has a weird name, weird last name, and he doesn't make a lot. Of, he makes like eighty grand a year, dude. He's a rookie, or he was hey, a rookie. Yeah. Uh, God, what's his name, dude? The only reason I know him is because they're trying to get him to talk at, a, at an event here. And he's going to do it, but he's from South Phoenix. He has a pretty good, like, rags to riches story. He's not rich yet, right? But he plays, like, he was, he grew up poor, like, he didn't have any money. He got a full scholarship to go play college ball and then got drafted by, like, the Pelicans. And now he plays with, like, fucking Zion, Ball, Hart, <laughs> But Ingram, when you think yeah. about it, like, a lot of these younger guys, like, we think of LeBron with a $30 million home and we're like, yo, that's the NBA. But he's also been in for almost 20 years. Yeah. A lot of younger guys, like, they're just getting into money. Yeah. And now you have to pay for your apartment in probably an expensive city. You grow up really fast. Man. I, mean, I can't imagine, like, you're, you go from being, first of all, you go from being broke as hell, probably, right, to now having hundreds of thousands of dollars given to you and you're on your own and you got to travel and you got to find a place to live. And when you look at where most of these guys are from, like, yeah, you got Russ, who's from L.A., you got Harden, who's from L.A. But, and so, like, you got guys like that that are used to it, but, like, Kyle Kuzma's from Flint. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's just it's just it's insane. I mean, it's either going to go one or two ways. Either you do really well and you adapt and you understand that you have an opportunity, sort of like LeBron, right? LeBron's from Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, Akron, like, there's nothing out there. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, and he goes from being the next Michael Jordan to now being that guy. He's he's not the next Michael Jordan. He is like LeBron. Like people yeah. comparing you to LeBron for the rest of eternity, oh, yeah. right? And that not once has he ever had a problem. Like never come up with any. That's what really flipped me on him too. Knock on some wood. Oh, yeah. Don't let some shit come out. No, that's except for his son smoking some weed or something, right? Who cares? <laughs> In California, stop it. I was like, dude, he's fucking. Like, oh my god, I'm like. He had to do the parent thing. He's like, yo, I'm. Mean, he's like, I don't give a shit. Dude. Yeah, like, dude, it's California. He's not fucking out there. Like he was like, I, I feel like because I saw that tweet, he's like, yo, I'll, I'll let you know when I'll be back. And I was like, that's code for. Yo, you shouldn't put that on Instagram. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did tweet that. Is LeBron? He tweeted something about like, yo, yo, I'll see you when I come back, bro. Like, bro. Uh, okay. But it's. Just, I mean, it was just kind of one of like. It, you have. I feel like you gotta grow up fast because. You, I, I didn't realize that. Like, first of all, you're not getting all the money at once. Like, yeah, no, when they say, "Yo, he's got a three hundred million dollar contract," they didn't just give you three hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like they they paid that out, but. Think they get paid bi weekly? How the fuck do they get paid? It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, can you please have your direct deposit for uh, your next $5 million check? Jesus but Christ. When dude. you think about like that and like musical artists and stuff like that, when you, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, your rent would have to be crazy. Yeah. Because wherever you're living in whatever city, there are rich areas of whatever city you're in. in yeah. Uh, and then you got to worry about security. And then you got to worry about this. And you got to worry about that. And you got, I'm like, that definitely adds up and if I'm a second year player like I've heard about guys in the NBA who have roommates yeah dude yeah what, what was uh fuck, what I was think Lonzo was roommates with like like him and that Lakers score I think they were like yeah you know, they were always or, together Kuzma yeah. and Hart they're always out like they were all like on what was it there was a video of them like in a jeep just cruising down like sunset or some <laughs> shit Kuzma's all dressed like in tinfoil or some shit it was a crazy ass outfits right and like hearts hanging out the window or whatever, and they're like just spitting games with some girls, and I'm like, damn, they're living it up, dude. Just you know, not even, like your mid twenties, just fucking millionaires, just cruising down Sunset Boulevard. You're famous. That's <laughs> why that sun story dude. was so hilarious to me. My friends like, yo, man, you gotta get out because me, I'm like, yo, I'm working on my business. If I meet a girl, that's dope. If I don't, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. I got something I'm working on. My friends like, yo, we gotta get out there, gotta get out there, gotta get out there. And he sends me the video. You heard about that Sun story about like there's like a girl that was like with like seven Suns players. No, dude. <laughs> Jesus, dude. So apparently this chick in Old Town went down like seven Suns players. Good lord. And she was like, they didn't want to say who the team was. And she was like, yeah, I don't really want to say. I don't really want to say. I don't really want to say. And she's like, yeah, I was just you know I was at a club and I don't really want to say who. And they're like, come on, tell us. And she's like, okay, fine. It was the Suns. And I was like, dog. Because <laughs> my friend texted me. My friend's like, yo, man. He's like, yo, that's the kind of life that you could be living. I was like, Devin Booker's in the NBA, dude. That guy is. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Because she's like, yeah, it was Devin Booker. And I was like, yo, this man's in the NBA. I'm not going to show up to Scottsdale and just be like. Yeah, like the Royal Street, yeah, yeah, like, yo, yeah. you're fucking Devin Booker. And then I started thinking, I'm like, yo, they got a lot of vets on the Suns. Who else was. You're like, I don't want to marry dudes on something. Like, yo, that's messy. Dude, 
Probably Aiton for sure. Aiton. Oh, Aiton for sure, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Aiton. Thank you. I can see. Didn't he get in trouble for smoking weed this year? I don't know. Yeah, he was suspended for violating something, dude. I, I'm, on, I'm still on the fence about that guy, dude. I still can't believe you guys didn't pick up, well, not you guys, but the Suns didn't pick up, like, Luca, dude. Like, so, at the time, what I was saying, looking back, no, pick up Luca for sure. Um, actually, fuck it. Pick up Trey Young and just shoot. Just don't God, do anything. That's new Splash Brothers. If you, pick oh up Trae Young. if you get him a Booker. What I was saying at the time though was Marvin Bagley, and the reason why I was what saying was that, that at the time, <laughs> well, he plays for the Kings, and it, like I'm glad they didn't do it, but at the Say time, no more. <laughs> he's, he went to Corona del Sol, which is a high school in Tempe, yeah. and he went to. Did he go to ASU? I think he played. I, I know he went. No, he went to Kentucky. But he's from Phoenix, and he used to go to Phoenix games. Okay. And I feel like there's certain times when you don't like, kind of like Lonzo, how he's, even though Chino Hills is not in LA. It's not anywhere near LA. It's like two hours out. Yeah, it's like in the burbs in the hill. It's not, dude. But, it's not, Chino Hills is a nice area. It's not. It's LA County. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's Riverside County. It's Riverside. I think it's Riverside <laughs> County. It's not. I don't think it's LA County. But like, kind of like how there were better players than Lonzo Ball. But you pick the guy, he's a hometown guy. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, a lot he's, of hype. Yeah, like I feel like some like same with the Bulls and Derrick Rose. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you just pick that guy who's a hometown guy who's gonna, you know, bring people in. And I didn't think Aiton was that guy. Um, Bagley's definitely not that guy now, because no. I think that he's got a lot of issues. But at the time I was like, Man, that'd be super dope. And well, I who knows? And that's in that, in that situation, you bring the hometown guy in here. Might as well. Maybe he flourishes. It yeah. Just, it just depends. It just depends, man. You just never know. Like, Especially because it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with like, yo, you went from Oklahoma City to San Francisco. This is a guy who's watched the Suns his whole life. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy who, he's been to the Steve Nash games. He's been to the, you know, like when you got to think Lonzo was at Kobe games. Yeah, yeah. You got to think that Lonzo was, you know, Lonzo's dad. I think, I think Lamar's from LA. Or Lavar's from LA, but... Like you gotta imagine, like he's been at all these yeah, things. Yeah. He knows he's been around it. There's know? a different. There's like a wild. The wild card there is that like you, if you draft someone that's grown up a diehard, let's just say Laker fan, and now they're playing for the Lakers, like there's something to be said about like I am going to give you that extra effort because yeah. it's in my veins. Whereas if you grew up with like the Boston Celtics and you just want to get in the NBA, and you're like, oh shit, cool, I play for the Lakers now. Well, fuck it. I used to love the Celtics, but I'm a Laker now, so you know, like, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I can't speak from experience. I don't think but. that people would like go like harder, like or not go as hard in their hometown team. But like, I feel like there's got to be something about something, like yeah. I'm Derrick Rose. I'm from Chicago. I got Chicago tatted all over me. Right. I'm playing for the Bulls. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you imagine? I'd be like, if tomorrow overnight I grew up, like grew five feet and had like the craziest handling skills and I could dunk the ball my knees were good and they were like hey we're gonna draft you to the Lakers they're like shit dude yeah. I'd be like it, you would like every morning I'd wake up and I'd be like Geez, this is a dream come true I'm gonna do everything I can to like play yeah. the best I can well and that's what brings guys like like you literally had Kawhi and PG which I used to live in Lancaster that's also not LA yeah. Lancaster's way out there too yeah right? they're like, they're like yeah he's from LA, he's from the LA like, area I'm like oh that's dope like palm down like hold on <laughs> I used to live there. It's not fucking LA. Oh, is that where Paul George is from? Yeah, it's from Palmdale. I, was like, I didn't know that. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Oh no, one Palmdale. Trash. Paul George is trash. Jesus. <laughs> God, dude. But like, there's got to be something there about you know just 
So I was like, yo, bring them, bring in the hometown guy. Of course, now I'm like, eh, no, pick up Luca. <laughs> yeah, pick up Luca, man. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, pick up Luca. Actually, no, if I was the Suns, I would have picked up Trey Young first because you, they needed a point guard bad. Like, they oh, had TJ oh, Warren. Man, so. Luca is, like, so versatile, man. He's just. Luca and Paul George, uh, not Paul George, Luca and Booker would be crazy. I can't even imagine that, dude. Aiden, Aiden would, would develop a lot more because he would, I think he'd be a lot, he'd be open a lot more, man. He'd have more opportunities to have movement. Right now, they just doubled down on Booker. You give it to Aiden. You don't, do you throw a double on, on Aiden? I don't even know. Is he healthy? Is he playing? Like, that's the question. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's wild, man. It's. But there's a lot of stuff like that. Hey, friend. But there's a lot of stuff like that that I kind of wonder, like, you know, like this upcoming draft, do you go, you know, do, do you go with the splashy player? Like, if you're, I've been hearing rumors that they're going to flip uh, Ben Simmons for Lonzo or for uh, LaMelo Ball. Oh, I could see that, man. Ben Simmons is good, dude, but he's not. I don't think he's. I don't think. I he's think that you need guy, another point dude. guard. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's that guy. There, I think you need a point guard because he's too big to be the only ball handler. I feel. Yeah. And the reason why I say is because, like, first of all, the team's built weird. You don't need Horford and Embiid and Simmons. Like, you don't. That's yeah. It's, just a, it's just a weird mix, man. They're all talented, but you can't throw like a bunch of talent in a bowl and be like, not going to championship. That's literally the old four Lakers. It's like. Oh, four uh, Lakers had like a thousand Hall of Famers on the team. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, seriously, no kidding. And, and if if Carl Malone doesn't get hurt, they win the championship. If Carl Malone got hurt, they didn't win the championship because they didn't have home field or home court advantage. I don't think. Ah, God, this is a frustrating year, dude. I'm so pissed off. Kobe would have had his six championships. I, I, <laughs> I just saw a video of Kobe. He did the uh, someone some fan was talking shit to him. He's just sitting there. Yeah, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude. I know, man. He's 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 something else, man. That the the Lakers definitely have. They're in a privileged position right now, man. I, I think, I think they close it out this next game. I, I want to say during this game in particular, it seemed like the refs were. And this is me just not even being like biased, just like in, like in general. Like Jimmy Butler through the first half had more free throw attempts than the entire Laker team. He's really good at getting to the line. That's something that he's gotten better at recently. He's the only like, thing though, and, and I agree. The only thing that was kind of I, th- I thought was interesting was that he um, like LeBron, like the guy like the Lakers were actually going to the um, they were going to the basket man and and they were getting like they were getting uh, like contact and nobody was calling these fouls and I'm just like man did you notice what he did to Caruso did you notice that no Caruso uh, Jimmy Butler Caruso flopped when Jimmy Butler had the ball in his oh and they called Caruso it they called flopped. it right the next time Jimmy Butler was on him. Jimmy hit him with a nasty elbow, like, like oh, he did? yeah, oh. just like hit him with a check. It was like it was either a hip check or an elbow. Just pop, just popped just him. Hit him, dude. And I was like, Jimmy Butler is definitely one of those. Yeah, no, that was a foul. That was a foul. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Butler is definitely one of those guys. I was like, you know, what, you know, what that was Alex, funny? you sure you want to do that? Okay, I'll show you a foul. Yeah, uh, last game when Tyler Hero hit that, I think he hit a three to to seal it for him or whatever, and he was like. Walking away, and he threw his little like snarl. Yeah, I was like, dude, stop! Don't just don't do that. He's like, <laughs> gonna be one of those guys. I can. He kind of reminds me of a way more swaggy JJ Reddick. Oh, JJ Reddick. Dude. I can see him being like White Nick Young though. Like Nick Young? Yeah, I can see him being like a White Nick Young or like a White. He kind of reminds me of Della Denova. Remember him? <laughs> I think he's gonna be better than Della Denova. I think I think this dude can score. He is, dude. Like, this dude's buckets. He's like, only 20, man. That's what's crazy. He's only 20 years old, man. 
That that just just. I just don't know. That my only thing is like, okay, you can shoot. Like this is kind of my criticism of a lot of players. You can shoot, but can you score mid range? Can you like? I don't I've seen think you pull so. Up. Look at Duncan. It's just he's just straight up threes. Oh, he's Corver. He's just yeah. That Corver. dude's Corver. Yeah, he's just, Corver. That he's that just dude's Corver. Like, like pick and roll three, pick and roll. But like, three. even like Devin Booker, I'm like. All right, no, like you can get buckets. Like I see you get buckets. Yeah, dude, he's. But he's I mean, nice. eighty points, you're getting buckets. Bro. He's nice, dude. Yeah. But I just kind of want to know, like, as like when if when he gets older, is he gonna hit that Kobe gear? Because I see a little bit of Kobe you're in his so game. So young, dude. You, uh, yeah. Who uh, Booker? Devin Booker. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Dude. I see. I see more than a little bit of I Kobe so, in his dude. game. He's uh, but but the thing with him though is, if Phoenix does, if the Suns don't do something to fucking make this team good. In the next like two three years, he's gone, dude. He's friends with Russell and Cap. Yeah, he's gone. He's not. So that number one, eh, might want to look at that. The only thing that's kind of saving them is that he's from uh, somewhere in Alabama. I thought. I think he's from Alabama or like Kentucky or something like that. So that's the only thing helping is that you don't have a team that's like right there, because there's some guys like same with Giannis. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. only thing that's helping you, like yo, if Giannis was from New York. Oh man, I, I wouldn't put it past these dudes to like at some point, like the Giannis, the Bookers, like the the players that may have may have contracts coming up, like the, they're they're seeing it, like they're seeing LeBron do it, they're seeing you know all these other teams do it where like they're they're creating their teams. I have no doubt in my mind that New York's gonna have a super team, dude. That's the only because everyone. I think else, Brooklyn is New York super team right now. I really do. They, they are, they are. But if you think of the it, the Knicks, I just don't know because the people look at owners. Yeah. If I'm looking at James Dolan, you know, that is fucking true. Sucks. That that's that is true. It would suck to play for like a, an owner like that. But if you think of it, for players that may want to follow that path that LeBron, all these other yeah. guys are doing, their their markets are pretty limited now. Like you've got Oklahoma, maybe, but they're pretty good. They made it to the playoffs and they're yeah. pretty well, right? The only untapped market right now where you could go and do something like that would probably be New York. And what other shitty teams out there? You know, that's a big market. Atlanta. Atlanta's doing okay with trade. No, they could be better. If you pulled in a guy like Devin Booker, that changes things. Fuck yeah, overnight or instantly, instantly. In, in New York, though, he could he could try to. New York has a cap space, right? So they could vary. Yeah, because they can't land anybody. They can't land anybody. <laughs> They've got the money, right? They've got the money they, that, that people would want. So I would say that Devin Booker and like... Chicago too. Yeah, and I'm not even saying this because I'm a Chicago fan, but like that's the third largest market in, in North America. They could. Actually, you know who really surprised me? Who's actually... Like, I, um, the actual third largest market in North America is Toronto. Toronto's really? not this small market uh-huh. team. They're the biggest city in Canada. <laughs> That's random. And, I mean, when you look at well, it... I guess I, yeah, I guess it's... it's a Giannis to Toronto wouldn't surprise me a ton because there's a lot of African players that are there. I think the GM is African. Is he really? So you could do, a, like, shit, a dope kind of, like, yo, Serge Ibaka, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know. Fuck, you could do dude. some cool shit there. Um, but I really, really think that... I really think that Giannis goes to the Heat because if I'm Giannis and the only... I mean, he's got, he's married, so I can see him not... I think he's married. But I yeah, can see him yeah, not yeah. wanting to, like, uproot anybody. But at the same time, like, if I'm Jimmy Butler and if I'm Goran Dragic, if I'm all those guys, I'm like, yo, listen. Yeah. We are one piece away. You think of it, like, Dragic isn't even playing right now, dude. I, I, I don't even think about that. Who's, cause that's why I was asking my friend. Who's better? Giannis? Or uh, the Bucks without Giannis? Or the Heat without Giannis? I think if the Heat played the Bucks without Giannis, I think the Heat 
spank the Bucks. I think so too. I don't even know who the Bucks I don't, have. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe's good, but like, I like Eric Bledsoe. I really do. But like, he's a good player. But Chris Middleton's fine. It's Bledsoe. But, yeah. Yeah, and I think, that's about it. Yeah, I think that Miami has the the more appealing uh, lineup. Like if I'm Miami, hey, listen, we got Tyler Hero, we got Warren Drogic, we got Chet Kendrick Nunn. Hey, listen, you want to be a leader? This is going to be your team after Butler leads. But Butler, how, Butler is young, right? He's like what twenty? No, is it, I think he's in his thirties. Is he in his thirties? It's close. But I, if I he's in his thirties, he's like thirty-one. The thing with that though is that like Butler wants to be that dude like he wants to be that dude I kind of want to know if he wants to be the leader or if he wants to be the guy because if he just wants to mentor younger talent well he had that in Minnesota though yeah but they you don't, know they weren't wanting to listen to him and that's the thing yeah so he's got the audience he's basically a shot caller but now what do you do when like the reigning MVP joins your team and now it's like well dude this guy's like the MVP bro so and what if Giannis isn't willing to give that up you know like you can go back to like the Kobe Shaq dynamic in the like nineties, two thousand. But you've also got the Dwayne Wade, LeBron James dynamic. Yeah, but they're friends outside of like. That's that would be my biggest question. Is like, hey, and that's why Pat Riley, the fucking basketball Zen mafia, yeah, like, the Godfather down. If there's anybody who can make it work, it's, it's Pat. him. I mean, yeah. If 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 Giannis were to join that team, dude, it's over. It's just no. That would be like the new dynasty. Like you would be, it would be like the Lakers or the Warriors against like the Heat for like the next. You'd have well, I mean, Lakers, Warriors, Heat, Bucks. Dallas is looking nice. Utah's looking yeah. nice. I think um, Utah, man. Talking yes. about New York, I think Donovan Mitchell leads to New York before Giannis does. He's from New York or the New York area. Hey, man, Donovan Donovan Mitchell, Jesus, dude, that guy's insane. Him and Murray. Murray is. Uh, yeah, I like Murray. Oh my god, dude! I've never even heard. I, I've watched his games. You know, it's like the Nuggets. I'm like, whatever, dude. Who cares? You know, Murray's one of those guys. Like the Nuggets are, are that team that like, like if you're good at 2K, that's what you pick because you're like, yo, wait, what? He can't miss. They got who? He just <laughs> like, yo, you're wait, Murray's a what? Oh shit, they got oh Jokic. shit. I mean, it's just those guys are insane. Man. The, the NBA is gonna be in good hands after LeBron leads for sure, man. But I don't know, man. It's just it's just wild. I can't wait for next year's season. I don't even know what the hell that's going to look like. I don't think they're going to let fans in the stands. You know, like, it's just not going to... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm waiting on. I, I do want to be able to go to a game. I haven't been to a Bulls game in a yeah. long time. I, what I would tell you, though, dude, is the next time you're in L.A. and you're looking to go to a Laker game... I went to the Clippers side. Like, I went to a Clipper game against the Lakers, so it was, oh. like, it was way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, but even then, though, well, maybe not when they're playing, like, a big team like the Lakers or, like, the Lakers are playing a really big team, but if you're going to go watch them... What I used to do is I would go um, to, to, uh, to the Staples Center, right? And, like, there's a bunch of restaurants and bars out yeah. there, right? So I'd go to a bar with some friends, and we'd have, a, we'd have appetizers and drinks. And at halftime, they're still selling tickets, dude. So the tickets go from, like, 150 to, like, 40 bucks Because they're saying, well, these seats, after halftime, after the third quarter ends, they don't sell tickets anymore. Hmm. So you can go to the – you can actually, I would actually walk up to, like, the ticket counter – and say, hey, I'm going to buy some tickets for the second half. And they'd be like 70% off. Or even on StubHub, you go and be like, the tickets to be for the game are like 150 And you're like, well, I'm going to be eating and watching the game at like the bar, outside, whatever, having appetizers and drinks. At the end of the second half, I'm going to go on StubHub and I'm going to buy it. Because people are, that sell their tickets on StubHub, right? They're like, well, I'm going to make some money. You know, yeah. I'm not going to lose my money. So I would go for like 40 bucks. 
like lower level just watch like the second half of the game and really that's when the game is like good you know yeah. it's like okay like everyone's warmed up like it's a close yeah, that game yeah makes sense actually so I so that's a tip that's a really good idea I'm and, and any idea. any stadium will do that any any ba- basketball stadium will do that dude so you gotta check that out that's I got a friend who um how did I meet her it's something weird I met her on Instagram doing something like, and she's like just she has a business up here yeah. so I like, met, just met her on Instagram doing something and um I we were talking about we were talking about something and I posted something about basketball on uh, on Instagram and she goes oh man I love basketball and I was like alright cool whatever <laughs> and out of nowhere she goes hey um you post a lot about the Bulls you're a Bulls fan right I'm like yeah and she's like hey so let me know if you're oh no 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 it wasn't that because was, that was afterwards my brother yeah. had this my brother found this thing that the Suns used to do where they would like it was almost like a drop and they would be like. Hey, tickets for this upcoming game are like twenty bucks. Yeah. And so yeah. we were going to Suns games. Like seriously, we went to probably like two or three one year. Yeah. Just because it was like it's cheap, dude. It's almost yeah. like free. Yeah. Uh, and so my brother was like, "Yo, we were in row seventeen one time." Jesus. He's like, "Yo, row seventeen for fifty bucks." He went I'm like, "Fuck yeah, man." Let's yeah, it's it. cheap, man. And so I took a picture. I was like, "Yo, there's our seats." And she sent me a DM and she goes, "Hey, let me know next time you're at a Sun- next time you're at a Suns game." Because I have tickets to the Blue Moon Club, and I can get you in. Oh, that's cool, man. So every time I go in, I catch up with her. I'm like, hey, you know how you doing? You know, you know, yeah. blah, you know blah, 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 blah. And the Blue Moon Club is like free food. And so, like, yeah, listen, man. is it good food? It's fine. But guess know. who didn't eat on the way up to the stadium? Yeah, dude. Like, I'm going in and chilling. So, You're five years in. You need that hot dog. That halftime hot dog to kind of keep you afloat. <laughs> so you don't start. <laughs> Are you the guy that, like, because I'm definitely this guy. If I'm going to a place where I'm not sure how the food's gonna be, I'm gonna eat beforehand. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I'm I'm guaranteed. I'm like I'm gonna get some food on my stomach. Why does I know I'm gonna have a drink or two? My so the last girl I dated, I was in Virginia, and I lived like we lived like 20 or 30 minutes apart. And so I'm chilling, I'm hanging out, you know, minding my own business. And she's like, hey, you know, come up and meet me, you know, you know, come come hang out for the weekend. I'm like, all right, too. Cool. All right, cool. And she goes, hey, I want to take you somewhere too. I'm like, where are we going? She goes, oh, this restaurant that I've never been to before. I want to try it. Cool. <laughs> Drove up there, hit up a McDonald's. Yeah. Yo, listen, two hot spicy McChickens, large break. Like, Something, yeah. Dude, you don't know, man. Yeah, just in case this goes dude, south. I'm, I'm I'm go ahead. I, I've done that plenty of times, dude. Like, it's just, we went to, uh, in in West Hollywood, there's this restaurant called uh, Barton, Barton G. You should look it up, man. It's, it's like an over-the-top presentation restaurant like the food's good it's, it's it's pretty expensive but it was for a friend's birthday and i was like oh, oh yeah i'm like let's go check it out i've never been to it and um before that i made a piss off mcdonald's i'm like i don't know what the fuck, like they're gonna have like i'm just gonna order some chicken nuggets and <laughs> i'm thinking like it's expensive like and i saw like some of the plates were like really small and i'm like that's not gonna fucking fill me up dude so i was like all right dude I'm, and i drove from Orange County all the way there, which is like a good hour drive yeah, traffic, right? I'm not gonna mess with this, dude. So I ordered a, a ten piece or a six piece chicken nugget and like a Big Mac, dude. And my fat ass put that shit behind my seat, <laughs> and I had my diet coke there. And I'm like, at least I got this waiting for me, so that if I don't like this food, I can just eat on the way home. Because it was gonna take me like an hour and a half to get home, right? So the food was bomb, dude. The food, if you ever look at Barton G B A R T O N, and then the letter G, it's okay. it's insane. Like it's just. I had the best, one of the best steaks I've ever had. Um, but on the way home, like, there was an accident on the 5 South. So I was in traffic for, like, 
I don't know. It was just it would just it would seem forever, dude. Like literally, just stop sitting there, and then you would turn your car back on and you would go stop. It was an accident. I know for sure it was. I fucking dude. I had my backup. I came prepared, dude. I had that. that <laughs> Big Mac or whatever it was and my six piece chicken nuggets and like I was cool. I was cool. All yeah. I ate when I was in LA was like amazing food first of all. I have pictures of it on Instagram <laughs> and stuff. That's that's but what it's at, I found so many ramen houses. Oh ramen is I found shit out there, dude. so many good ramen oh, houses. Yeah, yeah. Little Tokyo out in uh, it's it's near um it's off of the one oh one or the ten I think. It's like in downtown LA. Right right by like the city hall. There's a little Tokyo like outdoor mall, it's kinda hidden. Um it's like a little oasis, dude. Like you walk up, you get out of this elevator, and I know where it's like little trees and you know bonsai tree looking things, and just nothing but Japanese stores. Ramen, dude. Like the the most legit. Like if you can't have legit ramen in little Tokyo in downtown LA, like it's not good anywhere else, dude. But it's legit. You gotta check yeah. that out too. The taco spots, all kinds of taco spots out there. I had Trejo's tacos like the not this last time, but the time uh, before. How would, I've, I've never had them. I don't know if they're... They're expensive. Figured. Because you only get, like, two tacos, and it's, like, $8. That's gimmicky. Uh, yeah, dude, $4 a taco. It is a little bit gimmicky, but it's it's good. Yeah? Like, some know. of the flavors that he does, like, there's one... The, my favorite one was, like, a blackened fish. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, yeah, it was actually, like... <laughs> That's wild. Like, I mean, some of them were just, like, yeah, this is carnitas, and I'm like, stop it. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm paying $8 for a carnitas taco, bro. But there's... Some of them, I was, like... Okay. Yeah. You know, like this blackened fish. I'm like, all right, no, that's actually pretty solid. There's some legit taco spots in Boyle Heights, which is kind of sketchy depending on where you're at. I found out about Boyle Heights because, um, so I'm a big wrestling fan in this wrestling promotion. It's actually the promotion down in Mexico. They had an American side where they were filming a wrestling program in a warehouse in Boyle Heights. Which is so dope. That's sketchy, bro. And then I was like, oh man, that's kind of cool. And they're like, yeah, we're on Boyle Heights. And, you know, y'all know if you're from. I, I knew it was kind of crazy because this dude said, kept saying Los. Like, he didn't say LA. He said, yeah. he's like, yo, if you're all from Los, you know how rough this is. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's that's find out. Right? And I just, like, looked it up and I was like, yeah, dude. Like, you can get shot, you can get taco at a taco uh, truck. But, but it's worth it, man. Those tacos are good, dude. I'll take a bullet in the shin for that, dude. It's. That, some of my like fondest memories of my family would be my dad would say, "Are you guys hungry?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we get some tacos." I'm like, "Cool." And we pile into the car and we drive to L.A. Boyle Heights, and there was like a couple of taco trucks we would hit up. And like, if one was packed, we'd go eat it. One was actually parked at, at an outdoor car wash, and you would just go. Oh, they got those here, man. People, <laughs> yeah, people would be washing their cars, and you'd be out there to you know, people would be around this taco truck. And then you would just order your tacos, and my dad would just like pop the the trunk of the car open, and we'd sit there. Someone eat in the car, or we'd eat on the hood of the car, and then you'd be like, "All right, cool, some good tacos, man." My f- so the only time I was ever scared in L.A. I was um, I went to Florida Mountain. I was leaving. I got on the wrong train, and so oh, you're I on the red on, line. <laughs> I got, no, I got on the. I was supposed to get on the Expo line back up north to Hollywood. Got on the Blue Line. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. Yeah. And my phone's on, like, 1%. Now, I have, like, a charger with me. Yeah. I have, yeah, like, dude. when I go to festivals, especially, charger, Camelback. Much yeah, you hair man for the mean yeah. streets <laughs> the blue line. So, so, I leave, and I have, like, this big floral jacket, and I have a bull's hat on. And I have my bull's hat flipped to the back. And I'm in, like, I, I just saw Tyler, the creator, and, yeah. like, 
uh, Khalees and Lou Rawls and just yeah. like so I'm in like a really, really good mood and I'm like back into like I'm like Hawaiian breaking mood like I'm super super <laughs> chill and I um I'm like oh shit this doesn't look right actually what scared me about that I got off the train and it was a Saturday night, Saturday night at one in the morning and it was dark I was like what in the fuck kind of place in LA is dark at Saturday night yeah, on Saturday yeah. Night. Uh-huh. and so I'm like alright shit and I see like five or six people and I'm really, really good about, like, just remembering just, like, details. Yeah. And so I'm really, really good about, like, okay, cool. Hey, I saw that chick at the, at the festival because she was bad as fuck, and I want to go holler at her. Yeah, yeah. She got dudes with her, so I was like, eh. Yeah. I was like, I, I've seen her. So I went up, and I was like, yo. And I should have phrased it differently. I was like, yo, are y'all from around here? Oh. Uh, and he was like, excuse me? And I was like, and not where you still from. not realizing. I was like, yeah, are y'all from here? And this dude goes, the fuck you mean am I from here? And right then, my mind was like, yo, dog, no. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, shit. I'm from out of town, bro. That's what I started saying. I was like, yo, my bad. I'm not from here. I'm just trying to get back up north. Yeah, yeah, And he's like, yo, where the fuck are you from? And I was like, hey, relax, my guy. I'm just trying to get back up north. Yeah. I'm not from here. And he's like, yo, where the fuck are you from? Oh, and so I'm like, all right, cool. So now I got, it's three girls and two guys. And I'm not saying that, like, yo, I'm the, I'm the baddest motherfucker. I'm not saying that at all. But the I, there's, like, about you and, like, that chair. Yeah. That was about the distance. And so I was like, listen. I'm not saying I'm, I'm you know, fucking, you know, Superman Bruce Lee. I am saying that at this point, I'm in the military. And I know I can hit one dude and take off. Or I might be able to hit both of them and take off. <laughs> a little two-piece combo and just take I off. I might just be able... I'm like, yo, okay. I don't have a lot. <laughs> I don't have a ton of faith in the power left, but I can catch one person with a jab and catch one person with a yeah, hook yeah. and just get moving. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm starting to get ready. Like, I'm mentally just kind of preparing myself. And I'm like, all right, cool. So shit goes down where we're good. Like, we're good to go. Yeah. The three girls get behind me. So it's like two dudes in front of me, three girls behind me. Usually, like in most places, I'm like not super worried. Yeah, yeah. But I know people in LA who are like, "Yo, Chase got razor blades in LA." Oh, dude, yeah, it's, they got more than that, dude. <laughs> so, because like I knew my, because my homeboy from Brooklyn, he's like, "Yo, watch out, Chase got razor blades here. Like, Chase will cut you here." And one of my friends when I was in the army was from LA, and he had a couple stab marks. Jesus, and I was like, he's from Compton, and we we're like, "Yo, are those fucking stab wounds?" He's like, "Yeah." And we're like, "Where the <laughs> fuck you get those?" He's like, "Ex girlfriend." We we're like, "Oh." Jesus That's Christ. That's all I need to know. Like, holy <laughs> shit, Contreras. Swipe left, bro. And so, I was like, ah, fuck, okay. And so, I, I knew I fucked up, and I was like, all right, shit, well, fuck it. You know, if nothing else, these are young-ish people, so they're probably not going to go too, too crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I was like 21 at the time-ish. And so, like, all right, 21, 22, coming from a festival, you're probably not carrying shit on you because yeah, it's yeah. not worth it to get stopped yeah. for a knife in a festival. You're probably really not even in the mood to fight. I'm probably just going to get harassed. You're probably tired from, like, being out in the sun all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you really so want to do this? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm probably going to be cool. I was like, just be cool. Don't say anything stupid. You already fucked up once. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and... um what color do you throw? What? <laughs> None of well, that's what fucked me up too because my bulls hat, the bulls hat that I was wearing, because like, I, I wear a bunch of colors and I like wear, I have a bunch of goofy shit. Like I have a Wolverine yeah. bulls hat. No idea where I found it. It's a real <laughs> new era hat and it's got Wolverine on it and it just says Chicago Bulls in old school 90s letters. No idea where I found it looking back. I was like, that's fire shit. I just bought it. 
And so this chick goes, hey, you were at the festival. And I kept trying to say, like, yo, I'm just trying to get, like, I'm not from here, I'm not from here. She's like, wait, you were at the festival? And I was like, yes. Yes, I was. I was at the festival. That's why I came up to you guys and I saw you at the festival. And she goes, yeah, I recognize the jacket from the festival. And I was like, yeah, I'm from the festival. And this dude goes, yo. And, you know, the tone's different. He's like, yo, where the fuck are you from, dude? I'm like, listen. I flew in from Virginia like two days ago. I'm not from here. I don't have people here. I just went to the festival and that's it. He's like, do you know where the fuck you're at? I'm like, no. <laughs> that's what, that's what I was asking you because I was like in, like, in my mind, he's like, yo, why would you? And I was like, listen, man, I'm from Hawaii. Shit's different over there. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got to worry about nearly as much shit over there. There's, it, shit's different over there. I'm from yeah. Hawaii. And he's like, all right, man, listen. So here's what you're going to do. You're gonna get on. You're gonna get on the blue line, and he kind of stops for a second. He goes, "You're gonna call yourself a fucking Uber, and you're gonna." Get, <laughs> get he's like, you're gonna, "Yeah." He's like, "Dog, if you're not from here, you need to get the fuck out of here." What city were you in, dude? I don't know. Damn, that's sketchy, dude. That's. I still don't know. If I had to guess, because I was I was looking at the map a little bit later. I went on the so I was in Exposition Park, took the blue line, and I was like probably three or four stops. So I'm thinking either Watts or Compton. But I'm not Probably 100% lots. sure. I don't know if the blue line runs to Compton. Or maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not sure. It I'm runs to some sketchy parts, dude. I'm All thinking, those lines are like... I'm thinking Watts. I'm thinking I was in Watts. But the thing that fucked me up was like... Because I don't know... Like, it was it was five Mexican dude Or five Mexican people that I was talking about. At least Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm not sure. The only reason I probably that, Mexican, dude. My homeboy <laughs> is... LA, dude. My homeboy is... Um, Guatemalan? I'm Guatemalan. Or Nicaraguan. <laughs> and he... One of the two... And someone asked him if he was Mexican, and he's like, fuck no. I was like, <laughs> cool, noted. No, it's funny. I've, I've had people tell me that they're Aztec, or that they're, like, they're Aztec, and I'm like, that's Mexican, right? They're like, no, I'm Mayan, bro. I'm like, no, that's Mexican. Like, unless you were, like, a direct descendant of, like, an Aztec god or something, dude, like... You're, you're asked to, you're, you're Mexican dude that's one thing since my dad's Swedish I have told people I'm part Viking yeah, oh yeah yeah Viking. yeah it's like saying that I'm Viking well like, the thing that I, I was saying, <laughs> yeah exactly I was saying Zulu for a while cause, and then I uh, one of my friends is from South Africa and they're like yeah that's an actual tribe I was like oh shit my bad like, you're like my bad no, just kidding like, no 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 like they're still around like you can be Zulu I was like shit my bad sorry let's <laughs> not let's stop doing that but no nah, that was the only time I was really scared and like Driving in after that because I ran into them the next day and they're like, "Yo, did you get back safe?" I'm like, I'm here, right? Well, I didn't get shot. Yeah, I'm like, "Yo, I'm here, right?" And yeah. they're like, "Listen," and then like I just kind of you know talked for a little bit and I was like, "Yeah, you know, flew in for the festival. I'm not from here. Haven't been to LA in years." Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, "Yo, I haven't been to LA in like seriously like five or six years. I'm not really you know I wasn't really crazy familiar." And they they were super cool. Yeah, super super cool. Just you know, kind of like all right, cool. Like, like they understood what's going on. Like you're like you're okay. We'll get you a pass because yeah. And I was like, yo, listen, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not from around here, dog. Like I'm in the army and you know, just flew mm-hmm. out. And they're like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. And um, after that, like even uh, me and my brother went to uh, we saw gorillas in Inglewood, oh, that's the Inglewood cool, Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother's like, wait, Inglewood because. You listen to yeah. hip hop and it's like, yo, Inglewood up to no good. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So my brother's like, yo, are we Some gonna be okay areas. in Inglewood? I'm like, listen, dog. We're at the forum. 
Yeah, you'd be all right at the forum. I'd be shanked at the forum. Like <laughs> the parking lot, maybe, but not. The, not yeah, 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 no, for not sure, inside, for sure. <laughs> but like, we're at the forum, and we're not seeing Dre. We're not seeing corrupt. We're seeing gorillas. Yeah, 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 we'll be okay. Yeah, it's not the Up and Smoke tour from like two thousand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You ever seen those Up and Smoke tour videos? Oh my god, dude! I'm like, hell, that I just, I obviously was too young to go, and I'm sure you were like super young too, so. I couldn't have got, I couldn't go. The craziest thing now is that since a lot of rappers have mosh pits, like I got a bracelet jacked at a schoolboy concert uh, in, in at Exposition Park at, at the festival. And it was funny because he comes out and he goes, "Yo, you know, welcome to my hood." And then he stopped and he goes, "My hood's about four blocks that way." So let me <laughs> not say this is my hood because I used to get shot here, and I was like, "Excuse me?" Yeah, dude, it's wild, man. Like, <laughs> it, like it's certain, like, and I'm sure it's like that in other parts of the country, but. Certain parts in the hood over there are like, it's like blocks, right? But each little street is like a different game. That's so if you, go, if you go one block over and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's just like the Warriors. Yeah, it's exactly. Like yeah, yeah. It's it, like the Warriors. but less fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that less movie. Less fun, dude. That's a good movie. I love that movie. But it's, it's, it, that was the weirdest thing. But that was kind of, the, and you know, it's really funny. Um, I'm a big fan of Grand Theft Auto. And my brother, he's seen me play that game for like five years now. Yeah, yeah. And he knew certain areas. Just because Grand Theft Auto is so oh, similar, dude. Trust me. Oh, uh, the Grand Theft Auto Five and those. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, dude. Because like playing yeah. it and like going like I recognize certain things. I was like, oh, no, I got to bust a right right here. Yeah, <laughs> like, Hollywood is is there. I mean, the Roman's Chinese Theater, the Laugh Factory. But like little things are there, there too. Like yeah. like I went to a, so my parents they had never been they hadn't been to L A in a while either, and they visit me in uh, Venice Beach. Okay. And we were hanging out in Venice Beach, you know, just chilling, and we went to some places. And I flipped, the, I flipped shit. Because I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that's it, right there. That's, the, like, that's Jesus is there talking. Like, my mom's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's, that's fuck. Oh, man, I wish I could show you. So I took a picture, and like a week and a half later, my mom, like, everybody's here. And I'm like, mom, I gotta show you something right now. <laughs> and so I flipped on Grand Theft Auto, and I drove down to Venice Beach. My mom's like, Wait, what the hell? I'm like, Mom, look, we had yeah, food dude. right there. And she's like, looking, and she's like, wait, well, hold on. And my mom doesn't really give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what? And so she, I'm like, I'm like, Mom, check this out. Hang on, let me go into passive mode because this is usually when somebody shoots me with a helicopter. Let me, <laughs> hang on, hang on. So I go and I'm playing and I'm messing around with it. My like, mom, we were right here. Like, mom, yeah. my motorcycle club is right there. Like, the game in, in the video game is right there. We had food right here she's we like, walked down <laughs> here and she's looking at it and she's like wait a minute she's like that's venice beach i'm like yeah yeah and she's dude. like hold on like that's venice beach i'm like yeah yeah yeah." and she's like that's the pier that we were on because we went to santa monica yeah, yeah, yeah i was like that's the pier i'm like yeah and she goes go like six blocks like whatever way went over there and she's like that's the hotel that we stayed at yeah, dude. It's so crazy. It's, it's and, like, showed my dad, my dad's like, wait, wait, what? And, like, showed him the same thing. That's why it takes so long to make that game, dude. Like, it's, like, the attention to detail is insane, dude. Like, when I played that game, um, when I first played that game, I was just hooked on it, dude. Yeah. It, first of all, cause it's pretty neat that you get to go from, like, rags to riches, and it's, like... And the, the three different characters. The three different characters. I used to live in Lancaster Palmdale. And Trevor, that's exactly that Yeah, shit. yeah, isn't that funny? So shitty place Because yeah, I was, like, playing it, I was like, oh, I've been down this shitty road before. Like, yeah, literally, like, I know this, showing, like, this place the, sucks, like, I've been here. Oh, they show all the meth heads, and you're like, yeah, that's what that area, like, not, not Pondo in general, but, like, the Inland Empire is known for, like, you know, their 
drug or consumption of meth apparently and it's true there's a lot of drugs that go on like in Riverside and Corona and all that stuff but they have like the rich areas and like you've got like, the houses on the hill like the, just the attention to detail in that game yeah. is insane dude. so the fact that like they're gonna have a new one coming out like, and, like take uh, your time oh dude yeah I, I mean I don't know I don't know where it would take place though. on 6 they're talking about that being like Miami South America and some other places in America oh listen man I got Cyberpunk 2077 coming out in, in a month and a half. Yeah, dude. Take your I'm, time yeah, dude, on I'm, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, seriously. Especially with that PS5. I'm I'm copying that PS5. It's like, if one, I'm going to get it once Grand Theft Auto comes out, dude. I'm waiting until next year at the earliest. Well, Grand Theft Auto isn't coming out. When is it? I don't even know. When there was a rush on systems, and they're like, there's rumors that they didn't even start manufacturing them yet. Yeah, well, some folks have... It's so not even... Like, yeah, I'm going to wait for them to, like... I figure that by the time Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, they'll work out all the kinks. Like, all the PS5s that catch on fire or whatever. <laughs> they're going like, to be, like, out of production, and they figure it out. Okay, well, we know how these things don't turn on fire now, right? At that point, I'll probably buy one. But. Yeah, and especially, like, the thing that got me... So, my brother got me an Xbox for Christmas. Like, yeah. An Xbox one. So, that's what I've been playing on. And my buddy's like, yo, why don't you switch over to PS3? Honestly, one reason, I have Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. And I seriously have, like, probably 500 games. Just yeah, because yeah. they released four games for free a month. Yeah. And Game Pass gives you... A bu- they give you four free games a month, number one. Game Pass is basically Netflix for games, and they have, like, 200 games. Jesus, dude. And so, like, there's certain games that, like, it's, it goes all over the place. Like, Red Dead was on Game Pass. Well, my brother has it anyway, but Red Dead was on Game Pass. Oh, I've never, I've never played it, dude. So it's good. Yeah. It, it's, it's, if you like Grand Theft Auto Five and you liked, like, the more structured, like, story stuff, then, yeah, yeah. you'll like it. Yeah, if you liked just going and doing shit, just, like, having Grand fun. Grand Theft Auto, like, well, that's my shit, dude. That's logging on and just causing all kinds of shit. Fucking hell. Five stars to see how long I can live, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, wild, man. Uh, I, I play online, and I bought houses in, like, a bunch of areas that I usually go to, so I'm like, okay, so if shit goes bad, I can go up here and... Yeah, 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 it's pretty cool, man. It's just, it's just, it's just interesting, man. Like, I think back to like when I played Grand Theft Auto on like the PS, like the PlayStation, it's regular PlayStation, dude, and it was obviously nothing, you know. But what, like, even Miami Vice, like Grand Theft Auto Vice City or whatever, like that one was probably the one where I was like, this is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> and then I never played Grand Theft Auto. I think it was not was it four? Four, yeah. Was it the one in New York? Yeah. I never played that one, dude. I never played it. So. My friend loved that one, and I couldn't figure out why because I didn't really like it that much. Yeah. And then I realized that my friend's an immigrant from Eastern Europe who lived in New York, and I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, I can relate to this. No, but, but even like the from four to five, like it's just... It's such a gap. I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like, was what happened in between? Like, technology didn't just blow up overnight, right? But yeah. I guess I guess it maybe it did, like... From four to five, it was a few. Grand years, Theft Auto right? Five is the only game I bought more than once. I bought Same it here. for PS3, beat it, and when my brother got me an Xbox, I bought it for Xbox. I had I had one, and then I sold my PS4. I had a PS4, and I sold it with like my Grand Theft Auto. I was like, whatever, dude. I don't, I don't need it. Um, I never played because I was so busy with work. And then, like six months later, I was like, God damn it! Why did I do that? So I bought <laughs> a used one again on offer up with Grand Theft Auto. And then I sold it again because um, I never played it with my girlfriend at that point. I was like, well, I, I never played PS4. I never played video games again. And then I started to get the itch and I'm like, God damn it, I need to play Call of Duty. They have new one came out. I got to play this too. So then for Christmas, she bought me the PS4 and I was oh, like, yeah. I'm like, you, 
you just fucked up. Like, I don't know why <laughs> you would buy me this PS4. I just hope you know that you know what you're... But you're not going to, like... You swear you're going to play every day, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, good for you. And I, I, now since like, this whole COVID thing, it's been like... I haven't played it in, like, maybe a month, but my buddies and I, I used to play Call of Duty back in the day. Now we've reconnected, you know, and it's like... One's in New Mexico, one's in, like, L.A., and we'll, like, play Warzone. Yeah, that's like, what my brother got really Randomly that. just like, hey, you gonna play tonight? Yeah, I'll play tonight. All right. Hey, Carla, I'm gonna play with the guys real quick. All right. Fucking 11.30 o'clock at night. Throw the C4! Throw the <laughs> C4! No, to your left! God damn it! The cool... God damn... David, shut up! I'm like, all right, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, Carla, you're the one who bought this for me, so, you know, I'm, just, I'm using the gift you gave me, so leave me alone. Hey, what's that going? You know, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, I think my brother said he's going to get the PS5. Yeah. He, same with him. He's like, dude, I'm waiting. It's... The, I was talking to a guy at GameStop, though, and he's they're, what they're saying is that if you trade in your your current-gen system, you might get like 150 bucks off. So uh, if this system is 500 and you're getting $150 off? Um, Brand new system for three fifty is not bad. That is not bad. I, mean, I feel like you could get like a PS... I feel like you could sell it for more and offer up, though. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. It's kind of like when you sell a car, like... Like, all right, listen, know. I'm buying it. Like, I don't know. I'd have to look, but... I'd post it. I'd be, I, would see, I would see what they would offer me for, and then I would just post it for more on offer up and see if I could sell it for like at least two fifty, dude. Because I'd probably include like all the games that are downloaded on it. I would either do that or um, a... Th- friend of mine a really really good friend of mine her son has been like looking for a game system so i might just uh so i would i would either give it to him or i would just go and like yeah that's something i was thinking about recently i was like man that'd be kind of cool for him like, yeah that would be yeah I, I know the last time i sold the other ps4s i had there's just a lot of stuff i gotta clear off that buddy i uh, know like uh what's this he's like he doesn't want to play with games anymore i don't know what happened oh don't go into the file label taxes. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> listen, man. Your kid's all 12. Yeah, no, we're getting Grand Theft Auto off of here. We're getting... Uh... Yeah, don't no, get all that stuff off of it. Yeah. I was joking with my dad because I'm super excited about Cyberpunk. and Because um, that's like my favorite genre. of like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just love like Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, Akira, yeah. Like, I love that. Dude. And um, I was talking to my dad. Me and my dad were watching some videos. and It's been cool because like, since I've come back, we've been like... Me and my dad, because my dad was deployed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, we weren't necessarily, like, super, super tight growing up. But now, like, we kind of, I didn't realize how many things we, like, kind of, like, crossed over. Had in common. And so, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, he, I was just kind of watching some videos on uh, on Cyberpunk. And I was just kind of messing with them. And I paused it on the, on the rating screen. And it <laughs> said, like, blood and gore, intense violence, strong sexual themes, drug use. <laughs> um, that sounds like a good time. That's why I said. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, these are all my favorite reasons to buy a game. And he looks at him, and he just looks at me, and he just sighs, and he just goes back to watching the video. He's I was like, like, oh god, that's probably yeah, that's about the reaction I expected. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That was a good selling point. They call them warnings, but I call them selling points too. I'm like, how many bullet points are you gonna have in this warning? Because that's really what's gonna determine whether or not I want to buy this game. It's, like, if you just say strong language, I'm gonna be like, fuck this game. <laughs> well, it depends. Like, there's some games I'm like, why is this game rated T? Like, yeah, Tony fucking Hawk. Why is this lyrics? Hell yeah, that means they're not oh, censoring yeah, shit yeah. on that soundtrack. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like strong language. I'm like, wait, what game am I playing that rated M for strong language? What are you guys doing on this? Oh, thing? What, what, what you guys shit only you? swearing? Yeah, like, it's just saying floppy donkey donkey dick every other word. Or what the hell? You know, like goddamn. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's. I mean, that that's the cool thing too is that it, it's it's weird though because like when I was a kid that was like playing games that were rated M, and I'm not sure if it's just because I didn't really have that perspective, but playing games that were rated M was like, yeah, oh, you play that, and now it's like, yeah, these are all where all the best games are at. Yeah, that's like if it's what else would you play like. Like there's just nothing out there that would, I guess, sports, sports, are sports like, games are usually rated E. Right. Like I'm a big Tekken fan. Like Tekken's rated oh, Tekken. E. Yeah, I guess the old school fighting game ones. Like, like Tekken fighting games. Well, like I'm not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, so like y'all can have that. But like, yeah, that was the argument that me and my brother had though about Red Dead Redemption is like because it's a lot like a movie, and you don't have as much choice. And I was like, I don't want to play a movie. Like I want to play something where it's like, yo, every time it you let me know. What yeah, happens, yeah. I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. It's gonna be different every time I play it. Yeah, that's like, why I'm no so excited what. about Cyberpunk. That's why I'm like, dude, like, okay, I'm gonna play this game, and like, no one ever plays story mode yeah. in like Call of Duty. Like, yeah. I mean, I play, I I played story. I'm a nerd, so I like to see the, like the story mode, and I'll play it to a certain point, and then at a certain level, I'm like, all right, fuck this, I'm gonna play online. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that's what got me about Cyberpunk is that they were like, they didn't say, they didn't say how many endings they uh, there were. Apparently, there's a ton, but they did uh-huh. say how many beginnings there are. I was like, oh. Oh, there's beginnings. That's there's three different beginnings. And so you have three different st- like life paths on how you start. And they treat you differently whether you're a male or female. So honestly, that's six different beginnings. Damn, dude. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's at least six playthroughs. That's an interesting concept, yeah. But that's at least six playthroughs. And they're saying this game is about 30 hours long. That's at minimum 180 hours. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. Damn. That's a lot, and you're gonna definitely have some overlap there, just because that's how video games work. But yeah, it'd be impossible to create. Like it would be like you'd have to sell that game for like a hundred dollars, because it'd be like seven games in one. So year. my parents flipped out because I um I have a plan. I had a plan of how I did. It. I had to change it a couple times, just you know <laughs> as it goes. I I never pre-ordered. Yeah. I pre I, okay I lied I pre-ordered Tony Hawk but like two days before it came out yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I did the like, same thing and let me get the bonus cool yeah I was like let's do this dude I'm playing I'm playing the I'm playing the the beta whatever yeah I'm doing I'm getting I was like alright let me just get that's yeah. what I'll do is like pre like they're like last chance for pre-order and I'm like when's it come out Thursday was it Tuesday yeah alright I'll pre-order yeah, 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 yeah like let me let me pre-load it like let me load it up let me get all this yeah but um and I never I've gotten one deluxe edition game I bought Mafia 3 like brand new because I think it's important to have representation. And so, yeah. like, having a black guy yeah, in a yeah. video game, I was like, fuck yeah, I gotta do it. That's the... So I bought Mafia. That, that's so, did that one just come out? Uh, a couple years ago. Took uh, place... In, no, no, yeah. They're, uh, the, they're remaking it or something. The remaster just came out. Oh. But Mafia 3 takes place in the 60s, and you're a black dude who's trying oh, to rebuild. I know that, dude. Yeah, it's really good. I saw, I saw the, I saw like, the, the previews for it. I mean, it's like, I'm a super history nerd and, like, anything. This game was so uncomfortably realistic really yeah playing a black dude that. in new orleans in 1963 and hearing a cop say that like we got a colored man in the oh, area shit. be on alert and you're just like what the fuck damn dude i don't know that. it's super like it's uncomfortable like it got to the point where even in the game i was like yo you know what? i'm just gonna stick here unless i have a mission here yeah that's crazy. it was man. super so i like there's little things like like your your guardian's bar, like the guy who raised you, his bar burns down, and oh, you never like, rebuild it. They burn it down. So there's no safe house. Like it's little things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wait a minute, I'm in this plantation house having meetings with my lieutenants. Why can't I just use this as a safe house? Why are there no safe houses in this? Game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like little stuff like that where I'm like, the fuck? Why did you? Whatever. 
Yeah. But like the soundtrack is kick ass because it's sixties rock, like old things. Yeah, sixties yeah, rock. Yeah. But um, I, so I got that game and I traded it in because I beat it in like a weekend. Yeah. Because it was ra- it was raining all week on a four day weekend in Virginia. Oh, you so got all hooked. I did, I bought hooked, yeah. I bought two pizzas and just I bought like two or three pizzas and just said fuck it. What else you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> so I beat that and then I um. I was like, fuck, you know, that's actually a really, really good game because it got a little repetitive. Like, if you had a shotgun and a hunting knife, you were good. Yeah. So it yeah. got a little repetitive. And then I played it, and then I, you know, I played it again. But I noticed 2K had a sale. And they were like, yo, listen, the Lux Edition Mafia 3 for $25. So yeah. I got a record with the soundtrack. I got a record with the score. I got three covers from, like, vintage Playboy covers that oh, were featured cool, in the game, which... Like, I got, like, coasters. I got a necklace from the character. I got a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. I got for a 25 bunch bucks, of shit for, like, $25. Bad, so that's the only time I've ever bought this. Like, a deluxe edition. And then when Cyberpunk came out, it was, like, coming out, I was like, yo, I've got to get this game. Because if this is Blade Runner Grand Theft Auto, I'm never playing another game as long as I live. Do it. Dude. Yeah, tell me how that looks. So yeah. I'm, I'm just copy so I got the deluxe edition. It's like three hundred dollars. Jesus. Dude. I have, but you know what? What I, what I told my dad is like it's coming with an art book. It's coming with a lore. I think a lore book too. It's coming with a statue. I have no idea where I'm gonna put that stupid fucking statue. It's coming <laughs> with like a statue. It's coming with a bunch of stickers. You resell it, dude. Yeah, yeah it's coming with a bunch of stuff that like, if I was gonna buy some of this stuff anyway, it's worth it. I don't like. Okay, so the game's sixty dollars. So okay, cool. The book is like another probably forty or fifty, so that's yeah, one hundred and ten, yeah. and this was two eighty. So now it's like one hundred and seventy dollars, and there's other stuff that's coming with it. Yeah, too. you can piece it out because some people might not want to buy the game, but they want they might just want to collect like the things that come with it. So if you price it out and you piece like you have to, you should probably look at like see what what if people sell the stuff for. Yeah, and just maybe maybe you make some money off of it, dude. Yeah, and or that, maybe the game just ends up being free because you end up like making exactly. money back. And yeah, and that was kind of the thing too, where it was like, and plus, I'll, someone on Reddit was like, "Yo, if you buy the hard copy of games from this company, they always throw in extra shit." Damn. So I was like, "Let me get the hard copy. Like, let me see." Which is yeah. super cool because like I'm online, like I'll buy shit online, but it's just really really cool. So I was like. You know what? I've never done anything like this on mm. this scale before. Yeah, it's like I've an got, investment. Yeah, I've got the yeah. money to do it. I'm, I mean, if you're doing it every like, every month, I'd be like, oh shit, dude, that's like. Yeah, if you're pre-ordering, like, yo, that's I, like thirty six hundred dollars a. If you got it, you got it. But like, yeah, I'm trying to finish all this. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's probably money better spent on that because like, at least that you can see every day. But the yeah. game at some point dies <laughs> out. Well, that, that was my thing. Like, if I play Grand Theft Auto for five years, oh man! But that, that's a classic, though, dude. Like, that's a game. Like, I literally remember in 2015, like playing that game, and it's like 2020. That game's still yeah. fucking relevant. Dude. And you're still playing it, like. Playing online, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, my online doesn't work. I don't know why. Like, it'll work. It's, it doesn't. it's hard to play online anyway because everybody's being weird about it. It's just because yeah. everybody will just follow you around and shoot you. Yeah. Everybody's had that. It's funny because, like, yeah, we didn't expect people to have that mindset. Like, it's fucking Grand Theft Auto, dude. What'd you expect? Like, I'm going to shoot some dude that actually has a reaction. Like, yeah. I'm going to do, like, and I've, I've tried to play it online and sometimes I'll have, like, a few people that are online and I'm like, cool. And then out of nowhere, it kicks me out. It's, yeah, you have to have a really good internet connection to play a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. you have like really, 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 really good. Interesting. Like it can't be like, oh no, no, mine's pretty good. No, I haven't, really, I haven't really played good. it in our new house though, and we did have to upgrade our internet because it's a two-story house now, and it's like we need. And so you're working from home. 
Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, so um, yeah, we yeah, it's God, dude. It's going crazy, dude. But it is what it is, man. It's just okay. yeah. So that that was the thing with me is that, like just kind of seeing like oh you know I've never really done this before. Let's let's peep this. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if nothing else, I got a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. And I have I do have a lot of faith in this game just because. Like they've been super open with development. Yeah. And so they're so like, they're listen, we're stuff. yeah, they're like, hey, listen, we gotta delay it for this, this, and this. And like my That's brother good, tra- my brother and my friend try to give me a hard time. They're like, Yo man, they're delaying the game. Like every game gets delayed, dude. Everything is especially it's if it's not a sports game, it's getting delayed. And it's it's and it and sometimes it's strategic to you because it's like we hype the game up to a certain point, people want it so bad, and we're gonna just string it out a little bit further to build up like that. They were supposed to release it in April. And it ended up being pushed back till November. And they said it was because the game wasn't finished yet. And I was like, No. I kind of believe you, but that kind of sounds yeah. like bullshit because they've already said that the game, that the new systems are being released in the holidays. Yeah. I expected the games to be released slightly before Black Friday. So I was saying November 20th. Yeah. And it ended up being like the 12th or something like that. Yeah, and so uh, I was like, wait a minute, Cyberpunk's releasing on the 19th, and the Xbox is releasing the 12th? You guys just basically made it a launch title. Fair yeah, play. that's what it is, man. Fair play. I yeah, and it's it's smart, because people are going to want to play the game, dude. Like, there's yeah. going to be a high, especially now that no one can fucking go anywhere. It's like That was the reason why I was saying release in March, but apparently, like, they just finished it, like, two days ago, and it's now being, like, shipped out to yeah. like, be printed. And so I was like, eh, maybe they weren't posting I don't know, man. But that industry's gonna fucking take off. Do that. I, I, it's, there's gonna be a shortage of. Like, That's what I was saying about GameStop. Is that like if game game? I think GameStop will go under sooner rather than later. Turn it into like an arcade. Turn it into a meeting place where you can just hang out and play uh, games. Yeah, something you like turn they, it into something the, like that where you can like yo listen, we hold tournaments and we got retro games at GameStop. Yeah, I think you have to do that. I because I'm not showing up. I'm not showing up. I I went to GameStop so because. I had the pre-order and I just want to check on it. Right. And I pre-ordered it through them because you got like an extra like necklace or something. Okay. So I was yeah. like, all right, cool. If I can pre-order it through GameStop. I remember, yeah, like I, I would, I would go wait in line for like the Call of Duty games that came out just because I had my, my younger brother, my, bro- my brother's 21 now, but when he was a kid, right, like I'm 13 years older than him, so I'd go and like I would be like, hey, you want to go buy Graph and Thought It comes out tonight. Yeah, all right, cool. So it was like our like bonding thing, right? Like, yeah. All right, come on, come on, let's go. I'll take you. And then one, because I wanted to play the fucking game myself, but it was cool, like to go and stand in line and be like, oh man, there's a bunch of people in line, dude. Like, all right, let's get in line and we get the fucking game. And then we go home, like, oh shit, we got the game, bro. Like, damn. I was there the other day. I had to go to get my phone fixed, and I was at the I was at the GameStop right next to where I get my phone fixed. Yeah. And oh, there were like eight people standing out there. I was like, yo, what are y'all doing? And I'm big into that. Yeah. They're like, oh, pre-orders for the PS5 are today. And I was like, oh. If this was the PS4, there would be lines down the block. Yeah, dude. And the PS5 is eight people. But you know what, though? The PS5 is pretty expensive. Like, and people are just going to buy it online. Yeah, that's true. Why the fuck go in person? Well, and it's coronavirus. So. But I was like... People, I remember when people were standing in line for the PS3. Oh, dude, PS3. yeah. Oh, I'm, I was one of those guys, yeah. dude. My dad made me outside for my younger brother. My, my dad bought my brother a PS3, which I fucking wanted, but he got it for my little brother because he's a little bitch. But, uh, you know, he he, uh, he made me wait in line, dude, and I was like, what the fuck, man? I'm not going to wait in line. I'm not telling you for me, you know? 
and they were, dude, yeah, like you said, around the block, dude, just, you just had to wait there, and you would hope that, like, you would get it, you know, and then I got one of the last ones, but, yeah, everything's online now, man, everything's changing, dude, there's just every, a lot of, like, Regal Cinema today announced that they're closing all, like, their theaters, I don't know if Regal Cinema. My brother's a big movie guy, and he said that Christopher Nolan just bought AMC. He did? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That is crazy. Because he wanted his movies to be shown in theaters. So he just like bought... I'm not sure if it was like a certain AMC or if he bought all of them. But he bought a movie theater chain. Yeah, I know. Regal Cinema's officially... Wait, what's his Magic own? Magic Johnson owns a movie theater chain. He owns... uh, I think it's like Magic Johnson Theaters. (laughs) I think it's in Long Beach. Yeah, I've never been to him. I've never been to it. But yeah, he owns owns a theater out there for sure. They had Airbnb in Long Beach. And years of listening to Snoop Dogg made me think that Long Beach is in LA. No, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> so like I was like okay cool yeah no that sounds good how far is it away from downtown an hour and a half now I'm good <laughs> yeah dude it's not it's not fun you gotta take like the 405 or some shit which is like seven lanes across <laughs> and it's still fucking gridlock you're like Jesus dude uh, oh god yeah, let me just stay in Hollywood yeah dude Hollywood dude. if you're in Hollywood you're pretty central to a lot of things dude you don't want to go too much north there's not much up there unless you go to like Pasadena I, I do have friends in Pasadena. Yeah, Colorado Street's pretty fun, but... But I was like, let me just stay in Hollywood and I'll just drive up there to see. Because once I... When I go to L.A., I drive to L.A., I park my car, and I leave it. Yeah, dude. No, LA's fun, man. If you stay in Hollywood, for sure, you're, you're, you're pretty central to everything. Unless you want to go super beachy, then you got to go, obviously, east. Um, but even then, I think you're able to catch... I think you're able to catch more like the... Like the I jump on the train. The train, yes. right? Yeah, yeah the train's out like there. It's like an hour, maybe. I've never taken the train to the beach, but I'm, I know you could do that. But if, if you're in Hollywood, you're central to everything. Koreatown, Griffith Park. Uh, That's where I'm going next time. I, I, didn't, I didn't go there this time, but I um, I want to take my whole family there. What I'm thinking about doing is I kind of want to go and get my own place just so I can like, kick it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not worry about shit. But I do want to take them to Griffith. I want to take them to Running Canyon. I do want yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so much to do that, like... I when my brother when I tell my brother I was like yo we're doing the touristy shit once yeah yeah and then never asked me to do the shit again have so you have we, you been on like one of those buses like the like the star tour yeah. buses it's a, it sounds stupid I actually did that years ago uh, I went on a date with a girl and obviously like we're for both from L A right and I was like you know what like I had no idea first of all I had no idea like what I was gonna do I was like what the fuck am I gonna do like I have a date today and I have I haven't planned shit like I'm not you know. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to make it fun. And I hit her up and I was like, it's a surprise, nothing crazy, but, you know, we're going to be tourists today. She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, just follow me on this. We went there and, like, I literally didn't have tickets or anything. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go on a tour. But she goes, that's kind of lame. And I was like, no, dude, it'll be fun. And I was like, fuck, I hope this is like, I've never done it before. So I was yeah. like, actually, no, I did it once. I did it once when friends came from Chicago. You're just hoping. <laughs> I was like, I hope she likes this, dude. So we, I bought the tickets and I went on the tour bus and, um, it was fun, dude. It was a right. lot of fucking fun. You guys, if you guys would enjoy it, dude, because you get to see a lot of celebrity homes, um, movie scenes that have been shot. Like you get to see like where they shot them. You're like, okay, that's oh. cool. You're like, oh shit, no way. Like that's like Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. Okay, yeah. Where that's he's cool. like, he shows up to like the house with like the the ambassador to, to is it China or something? It's like there and his daughter got kidnapped, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like he shows he shows up with like the handcuffed steering wheel. 
any like the two FBI guys are there. I do remember that. Yeah, they drive you by that, and then this is where Jackie Chan is. Like, you're like, so oh, that's fuck. cool, man. Because I've never really cared about the celebrity homes, but that's yeah. always been super. Yeah, cool. they'll show you like, or I mean, the one thing that was kind of cool is where they showed you were like kind of more of where Michael Jackson died, and like you see the pictures of like where like the ambulance was, and you're like, oh fuck, that was like right here. That's kind of it's kind of creepy. But, but uh, yeah, they'll show you movie scenes, places where they've shot movie scenes, like Hancock. The, like it's just pretty cool like, there's just a lot of stuff like, yeah. oh, that's pretty neat I didn't know that yeah, it's pretty neat and like the historic piece of it too is pretty neat like they have like some historic tours like the buildings the architecture I actually just did a presentation during one of our meetings and I was talking to Dave and like the rest of the team about like some historical like buildings in like LA and stuff like that but the one thing I would recommend you guys hit up is Olvera Street you know what that is it is a time capsule it's like a, an entire two three blocks from like the 1800s that's untouched whoa really it's untouched like it's their historical landmarks they can't they can't touch them yeah Olvera Street and Charlie Chaplin if there's like a little like easter egg as you're walking down Olvera Street there's a little plaque as you're walking and you're like fuck why is and it has like a little movie it's like a little movie reel and you're like what is that okay. and it says Charlie Chaplin shot something and something the kid there's a movie he shot back in the day called the kid or something right when the, this is no like audio it's just all black and white uh and you go, what charlie chaplin and the kid or the kid or whatever so i looked it up because i'm standing there as i'm a fucking nerd with the history of movies i'm looking it up and like i found the actual scene and i'm standing right where charlie chaplin was standing That's in the video cool. and i'm like what in the hell and like it's Olvera Street, obviously like a hundred years ago right when they're shooting it like none of the stuff is there but the buildings are still there like the actual buildings that like their houses they were houses wow. and like he's just running down the street and like his little and I'm like I'm fucking walking where this guy's running like how come no one knows about this like how come there's just, how come there's just this little plaque right but their time capsules like you, you can walk into the buildings and like they have glass they've got glass um, barriers where you can just kind of walk into like a it's like a groove of a glass barrier and you're standing with like little thing and it's like here is so and so's room untouched since eighteen whatever hundred. That's really cool. And like it's their bed, like everything that was there. And then you go to the another part of the house, and there's like a big glass thing. Here's the kitchen, and it's like what the fuck? This is their kid. It's like it's just wild. Yeah, just I'll preserved. definitely check that out. Well, there, and then right across from there, you have Union Station in L.A., which is another historic uh, landmark. It's like the oldest train station. I think I went to Union Station. It's pretty neat, man. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty. It's really really old. Because I came from Pasadena and I was going to. The f- oh yeah, if you did, if you took the train, then you probably did. Yeah, go through like if you took the Amtrak or something. That's another thing I was thinking about doing was taking like an actual train out there, like not subway, but like taking a real train. I don't know. I don't know if there if there is a way to take a train from here to LA. I've, I've looked that up because I'm like I don't want to fucking drive six hours. Can I just take a train to like LA? But th- there used to be an Amtrak station out here that's closed. It's a, it's, a, it's an old building. I don't think it's a historical landmark, but it's it's shut down. But there used to be a train from L.A. to Phoenix and Phoenix to L.A. And not anymore. If you ever find it, let me know because I'll take a bike yeah. train. I'm tired of fucking driving six well, hours. I think the next trip that I want to do when I go back home, when I go back to Hawaii, I think I want to drive to L.A., park my car in Pasadena because I got a friend in Pasadena, park mm-hmm. my car out there, hang out in LA for a couple of days, fly out to Hawaii, come back, hang out in LA for a couple of days and then come back to Phoenix. You could actually take a train. One of the things that uh, Carla was my girlfriend and I are planning is either early next year or late next year, depending on what the hell happens. If this world doesn't blow up by 2021 yeah. is, uh, 
a good, good friend of ours and her, and her boyfriend took the train from LA um, and, it, and all the way to um, to Seattle or all the way to Oregon. And it just, yeah, I'll go through and that it just rides like the coast, just ride the coastline all the way up for like an entire day or whatever. Or two One days of my or friends and I were talking about because she said that she wants to get an RV. I said that I want to get a converter van. Yeah. And one of the things that we were talking about was Phoenix to Vancouver. Oh, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, now's the time to do it, man. If you're working remote, you can just like connect online and just. Yeah. And we've done that. We we've actually like taken two weeks in in San Diego, got an Airbnb, worked, and then you know once five o'clock it's just shut down and go to the beach, you know. Or we've mm-hmm. gone then from San Diego we went to LA for two weeks and stayed up there to visit my family and worked, you know, shut down and then went to the beach, you know, or did our stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. the thing. If I because right now the, they got us working from home, but I'm answering calls, so uh, I can't really. But uh, if I did yeah. find something where it was more remote, you might see my ass back quiet for real. Uh, seriously, man, dude, I'm telling you, like we've had people, like you can ask your dad. We've had people that on our team that are, they're like, well, we're remote now. They've actually asked to move back to like their home state, and like they've approved it. Like some uh, one of our coworkers just sold her house here, and she now is moving back to Florida. So what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, here? yeah, my dad's telling me about that. I'm like, I'm going back to Florida. What the fuck am I doing here? Like, yeah, I don't know anybody out here. You know, like all my family's back there, so. And then one of our other coworkers is moving to Virginia Beach. He's actually from Phoenix, though, but his wife is from Virginia Beach. Yeah, so that's that's near where I used to live. Yeah, that's cool. So he's it's like, not, it's not the same beach, but yeah. Yeah, I know, but he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to Virginia Beach, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, fuck, I just bought a house. Can I just, can I move back to California? Yeah, <laughs> like, damn it. So yeah, man, it's really interesting. I think I'm gonna call it only because it's twelve twelve. Yeah, I had to get my ass this one early. We absolutely, early though. <laughs> so let's see. I always ask people, do you have anything else, like anything to plug, anything like any last words you want to say? No, man, nothing. It was definitely a pleasure, dude. Like, let me know if you want to talk sports, man. I'm always open. If you need a voiceover work or whatever, let me know. I'm, I'll do it for free, man. I'm a yeah. I'll definitely. That's definitely. We're, me and my brother are working on something kind of unique as far because I want to get. I've been writing music since I was sixteen. Yeah, I really yeah. want to get into it. So I think we have some ideas that we're working on right now and I do know some people who will like actually you know what I do have a friend in California right now who is working on like a podcast type thing if yeah. you have your SAG card your like screen actors go oh. if you have anything like that I could cause she's doing like podcasts and stuff like oh, really? like dramatic podcasts oh so, like, almost, it was just kind of funny because they're like basically radio shows like from the 30s but like oh really it's on your iPhone. yeah but it's like on, yeah but it's, they're like they're they're like reading scripts to each other and it's just like you're listening to them so, oh like, yeah she's doing some really cool shit yeah dude yeah i mean like plug me i mean i'm, I'm in for i i'm not charging i'm free man i'm just because i i think that's one of the things i've, I've actually told people is like I've, I've always wanted to do voiceover stuff or voice acting and i'm like well like like I, I almost shot a demo. I almost did a demo before I moved to Phoenix uh, like three years ago. It was like 400 bucks. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to put that in my pocket and just use it for my moving expenses out here. <laughs> I never did it. I never did it. There's, there is some stuff out here, though. Like, there are some people that do. Like, and that's something else that Starving Artists that my company is really about is like, I want to make it so the people that I know, I yeah. can hook you up. And now you're, you're working with them. Yeah, so yeah, just man. that network of like, oh, you know what? If you want to do this, I know this person. Yeah, yeah. So that's like a hub, like, hey, whatever you need, which is crazy. Run it through here. It's for like me, the main artery. it's all been natural. It's all been someone I went to high school with that I happen to reconnect with. Yeah, it's organic, man. It's not yeah. like for. It's not like a false like, hey, yeah, let's connect. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Let's uh, keep in touch. And then like they only hit you up when they need something. You know? it's like, yeah, hey, what's up? It's I just happen to find like one of my friends on Instagram, and she's like, oh yeah, you know. 
I'm back to doing X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, I'm making movies now. It's like, oh, word. Yeah. And then, cool. like, two years later, my brother's like, oh, yeah, you know, it'll be cool. I, I want to write scripts. And I was like, give me a second. And let me reach out. Yeah, and yeah. It, like, right after that. Networking, like, man. Yeah. Networking, especially when it's organic and it's from, it's from people that you, like, know, that you've known for years. Like, there's that, like, you don't have to overcome that barrier of, like, trying to establish, like, a, like a relationship because you've already had it, right? It's like, hey, we were friends at one point. We've kind of all done our own thing. Now let's reconnect. We have a common interest. And it's like, I can trust this guy. I know this person. Like, let's work yeah. together, you know? And then and that's why, like, I just a lot of my friends that have reconnected. I got some that are doing really cool shit. Yeah. And it's just crazy because, like, one of my friends in particular I'm thinking about right now, we we knew each other when I in, like, third grade, third, fourth grade. And now with what he's trying to do, it's like, it, I'm kind of surprised that he even still talks to me because it's like, bro, we don't have... A lot in common. You've got years that you were doing, like, just honing your craft, and now he hit me up the other day. He's like, yo, I want you to know about this. And I was like, appreciate it for yeah, sure. Yeah, man, whenever you can become, like, that common denominator with, with a bunch of folks, whether it's just thinking about And I about, want it to be, like, you said, organic. I don't want it to be where, yeah, forced, you know, well, if like, you pay me this much, no, nah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy over here. Give him a call. Yeah. If you have any yeah. issues, if you have any questions, I'll talk to him. That's the best way, man. You know, the thing is always about, like, what was that saying my angel used to say, right? People will... People may forget your name, but they'll always remember how you, how you make them yeah. feel, right? So same thing here. As long as you're organic with those folks, the rest takes care of itself. And even then, like, I'm not trying to be, like, some sort of mafia, like, yo, just talk to, you know? But it's <laughs> like, that, that. there was one thing where it was, like, someone was looking for somebody for help, and I wasn't able to get that for her, but I was like, all right, let me reach out to four or five people. If you have any issues, let me know, and yeah, I can yeah. see what's going on. Just, yeah. it, but that's my thing too. Is like I want to give you the chance. Yeah, W. Pat Riley, B. Phil Jackson, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right. So voiceover work, I'll definitely, you know, look for look for that for you. But yeah, man, and, and anything else, if you want to have me back on to talk more, yeah, man, dude, of course, trust of me. We could we could talk about LA culture. I could trust me tell you stories for days. We, it's you know, let yeah, me know. We'll definitely bring you back on. Right on. But, all right, appreciate you guys. This will go up probably to uh, today's. Well, today's Wednesday now. Probably Thursday. I'll probably put this up on Thursday. So Spotify on Thursday. Um, almost three hours. Hell yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> so yeah, listen to it over the weekend. I'm not cutting this down. This is all. This is a kickback. This is what we do. You yes. know this. All right. So for David, this is Brave and the Grown Up Kid. Thank you for listening. Peace.